This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Forever! Dog! Happy Thanksgiving to you, Julie. It is uh, it is uh, the week of Thanksgiving, and everybody celebrates this great holiday where... Everybody celebrates this great holiday where... You sit down and you eat... Until you throw up. Till you throw up, then you eat the throw up. <laughs> Wait, that's not how you do it? Like a Wait. dog. Like a Yeah, just like a dirty old dog in an alley. You put the food on the floor... You put the food on the floor. You eat the whole family's on the floor eating food. Wait. Well, that's how we do it in my house. Um, and people are saying this year, they're saying, I'm skipping over Thanksgiving and I'm going right to Christmas because I need a little Christmas. And to those people, I say, be my guest. Yeah. To those people, I say, okay. Okay. <laughs> it's perfectly fine to try to change something that's kind of unchangeable. Free country. There's no Thanksgiving this year. Yeah. No. Well, there is. It's awful. And also, you tell me that there's not some there's not some silver lining in some weird way that nobody that everybody doesn't want to see the relatives that voted differently than yeah. them this year. That there's not some look, of course it'd be better if there was no thing going on everybody could hang out together of course right. that's the best version of it but there's some benefit yeah. that you don't have to see your uncle who's going to tell you that biden has dementia <laughs> i'm telling you he's got dementia and just because he does doesn't yeah. mean that we care and yeah. i will also say that it's not just our relatives that may have voted differently but it might be relatives that don't think that masks are good yes. and therefore like, Oh, give your aunt Brenda a kiss. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Mask her, kiss. Lift, lift up Brenda's legs. Like you're stuffing her like a turkey and give her a smooch in the cavity. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we, you have your family traditions and I have mine. You're eating yeah. off the floor. I'm smooching my aunt Brenda. And then they say when they look in the Klausner family celebrating this, somebody says, so that's how it is in their family. Right. Remember in, uh, in Ferris Bueller when the principal's okay with, well, think about who the principal oh, was. Oh, yeah. yeah. The idea. He was probably, so that's how it is in their family. And I like it. <laughs> He's like, note to self. Yeah. Get the Cameron cam. Yeah. 
His name was Cameron <laughs> because he has a cam installed in his uh, bedroom with the. Remember those like that that gray comforter. Here's what I remember about Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Not a whole lot, huh? (laughs) (laughs) A good 15 (laughs) seconds, and you had zero recollections about it. And by the way, Brett can attest to this. My eyes kind of like went in the back of my head, and yeah, it was hard to tell if I was like having a seizure. I was a little worried for a second, and then I was a little comforted. Also, I thought you might be finding uh, bliss. God forbid I should ever find bliss. Except for with my pal Tom on right. the 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 Threats Giving show, the first annual Threats Giving as you coined it. Yes. There's Thanksgiving and then there's of course Friendsgiving which you do not you do not acknowledge as a holiday. No. Uh, I but, I acknowledge Friends taking. But there's Threats Giving. And that means that we Talk about McDonald's. That's right. If Thanksgiving is the time for home-cooked meals and for, I put a, my special, I can't give you the recipe for my No, it's, it's my pie. pie. My fa- yeah. do you, oh, by the way, do you like it when someone's like, my famous blank, and you're like, that's not famous. Yeah. It's like, oh, my my famous chili. Really? Yeah. Uh, is it on the cover of People magazine as the world's sexiest man? Yeah. Uh, no, I think it was Michael B. Jordan, not your chili. <laughs> Michael B. Jordan and Cousin Linda's famous chili. Co-sexiest person of the year. Yeah. Like it's like a split cover. Just oh, did you hear Michael what B. Cousin... Jordan and a bowl of chili. <laughs> and a bowl of Linda. Did you hear what Cousin Linda's chili did last week? Uh, she was, uh, she got a new tattoo. That's exciting. I heard that, uh. I heard that uh, Cousin Linda's Chili is going to be in Creed 3 uh, fighting Michael B. Jordan. Just somebody throws chili in his face in the ring. I heard Cousin Linda's Chili is hosting SNL. We got a great show for you tonight. Cousin Linda's Chili is here. We'll be right back. No, this is how we do our thing. If Thanksgiving is about home-cooked meals and family Threats giving is about pulling up to a drive through and eating it, putting your food in your lap and yes. eating it alone. Yeah. And making sure that your car smells like McDonald's for years to come. Yes. For the foreseeable future, your car will be clearly known as a McDonald's car. Absolutely. So we're here to celebrate McDonald's. And look, there's not much of a connection. We're just... <laughs> We're, we're kind of backing into it, right? No, this is well thought out. Right. This is very well thought constructed. out. It's beautifully connected. And we're here to talk about McDonald's. And the first thing that we want to mention about McDonald's, um, besides the fact that, uh, and I'm not bragging when I say that I can't remember the last time I've been to a McDonald's. I remember the last time I've been to a Chipotle. And I'll tell you this much. I pretend every time. Oh, what's this place? I go, Chipot? I pretend I don't know how to say it. And mm-hmm. then I go in and they're like, hi, Julia, do you want the extra tortillas in addition to the rice? And I go, yes, I do. You know my name. <laughs> yeah. Now, Chipotle uh, is pretty sweet. 
but but McDonald's is the is the treat to beat. McDonald's is the treat to beat. You could not have put it any more succinctly than that. And today, our threats giving show is a tribute to McDonald's. And I also want to just say, McDonald's didn't pay us a nickel for this. No. This is not some sponsored episode. No. Not only that, I think your app is broken, right? Oh, yeah. The app gives me, uh, it causes me headaches more often than not. When you swipe, like, and it says your most, like, the four most suggested apps, does McDonald's come up on that four for you? Comes up as all four of them. <laughs> like four little chicken nuggets dancing? Yeah. Yep. They're dancing around. So let's start with um, a clip from my favorite movie. Fargo. Is this one of your favorite movies, Tom? Because if I had to say what's your favorite movie and answer honestly, I'd probably say Fargo. Fargo's way, way up there. Yeah. Yeah. And this is obviously a scene in which um, Jerry Lundergaard's father-in-law, Wade Gustafson. Yes. Played by the great Harv Presnell. The late great. Is Harv Presnell... Brett is Harv Presnell no longer with us. Sadly, Harv Presnell has passed He's on. Died. As he of two thousand nine, he was one of those guys. Harv Presnell, the 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 father slash grandfather in Fargo, who I look at and I'm just like, this guy is old as dirt, and I'm pretty sure this guy could beat me up. Like he <laughs> looks like one of those like yeah. tough guys. We're just like, yeah, I'll fight you right now. He's so cool. By the way, I saw my friend Steven earlier, who's from Minnesota, and he, unrelated to this, had a pitch for a country song called No Gene, No Money, which is kind of brilliant. Uh-huh. Uh, but anyway, so Wade calls at McDonald's. Which is such a funny thing growing up whenever you would hear that person who said McDonald's, like some whatever old timer said McDonald's mm-hmm. was always, to me, the funniest thing. Yeah. Well, should we have, should we bring Connor on and then we'll watch the clip? Because sure. There's a there's a very important question that I have about this clip. Um, Connor, are you there? Connor, can you Connor, hear can me? Can you hear me? Is my microphone working? Yeah, you're fine. Let's watch this clip. Okay. Now let's introduce this guy. This is one of the funniest people in the biz. He uh, is a, a performer and a writer. You might have seen him on the Chris Gethard show over the years. And you might currently be enjoying him. I don't know if this is uh, like a, a is this a, is it like a Borat kind of thing you have going on? You're not supposed to say who you actually are. No, I don't. People do that, but I don't do that. The the the, the viewers started doing that, but I always say I just pretend to be George Lucas on the George Lucas talk show. Wait, you're George Lucas on that thing? Yeah. Well, that's a. I didn't know that. That's an exclusive. I thought you were that little robot. Which robot? I don't know. I listen. To be honest, I don't watch. I listen. So it's hard for me to. You're in the comment. You're in the comments a lot. So you just start looking at the comments. I watch the comments and listen. Okay. Yeah. That's fine. The George Lucas talk. It's the George Lucas talk show. And this is the star of the George Lucas talk show, which airs every Sunday night over on Twitch. So Connor. Con- sorry. Introduce Connor Ratliff. Thank you. <laughs> Sorry, I'm like totally like, let's just, can we just please focus on Wade here? Don't worry, you're going to get your Wade. Okay, so 
Connor and I were talking about this scene and the thing to know about Wade also that's interesting is like when you first watch this movie, you kind of think he's the bad guy because you're sort of falsely aligned with William H. Macy's character. And then you realize like everything that this guy said about Jerry Lundegaard's right. Like he's completely right. This guy sucks. Uh, I'm going out. Where are you going? Just McDonald's. Back at 930. Okay. You just ate. You didn't finish. Go to McDonald's instead of finishing here. He sees his friend, sir. It's okay. It's okay, McDonald's. What do you think they do there? They don't drink milkshakes, I assure you. So the question of the hour is, and maybe the question of the ever is, if Wade doesn't think that Scotty and his friends drink milkshakes at McDonald's, what does he think they do? Mm-hmm. What do you think, Tom? Smash, smash light bulbs in the parking lot. <laughs> and you think that's because he did that at Scotty's age? Oh yeah, no, I think he he would he would uh, he would identify as a bit of a, a troublemaker when he was a kid. I'm sure because Scotty's too young to be doing drugs or like messing around sexually. I think. Yeah, I don't think he thinks it's that. I think he would write it off as as uh, mischief or right. and, uh, light bulb smashing. Like things yeah. that you do on like mischief night. Connor, what do you think? Well, I think based on what we see, I, I think it has to land within a level of, uh, I, I wonder if he was doing light bulb smashing, whether or not uh, he would put a stop to that. You know what I mean? Cause that's something that he could genuinely get in trouble for. It could genuinely, you know, like that's, it's illegal. If he thought that, uh, right. Scotty was breaking the law. I feel like Wade might get involved, but it's got to be so it's something worse than drinking milkshakes, mm-hmm. but not so bad that he does anything about it. So like that, it lands. And by the way, when you say does anything about it, Wade is ready to go. Like he's wearing his zip up runner suit. Like he could be out the door in a minute. Yeah. So what does that leave, Connor? Well, it also, it, it doesn't he, he emphasize? I'm trying to think about the way he emphasizes the word. They don't drink milkshakes. Like, is he implying that they drink something else? Oh. What do you think they do there? They don't drink milkshakes, I assure you. <laughs> it's subtle. It's 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 not enough of an emphasis to to say for what's certain. Wor- that you what's drink. worse than milkshakes but not alcohol? Yeah, because if Scotty was drinking alcohol, Wade would put a stop to that. He would yeah. bought, like he's a proactive uh grandfather. Right. Oh, he would he would get down there and he'd say, Scotty, don't. Right? Scotty don't. He would just say, Scotty don't. Scotty don't. Scotty don't. What does that leave, Connor? I don't know. I Well, the my, my speculation on this would be also that we have to think, what, what year is Fargo set? 87. Well, because presumably Wade has been alive. It says in the beginning. Since the. 87. Since yeah. the beginning of, since Ray Kroc. Um. Uh, began franchising McDonald's since McDonald's became more than just a local restaurant run by the McDonald brothers. Um, so early on McDonald's would have been like an in and out, what an in and out burger is now sort of, it's just a basic uh, fast. They, they only cook one thing, uh, but they do it constantly. So you get yours fresh because they were making it before you even ordered it. Um, and then in the 1970s, by the 1970s, McDonald's would have been, um, there's the whole McDonaldland campaign, which was sort of the, uh, 
HR puff and stuff, like uh, things got very weird, I think, for McDonald's. And I wonder whether or not Wade would have a disapproving opinion of what McDonald's had become by then. Because of the McDonald Land campaign? I think, well, not just McDonald Land, but I think that's, I, I, I imagine that Wade's, Wade's an uptight guy. And I can't imagine that Wade would look at any McDonald Land commercial and approve of it. So, and would they play those McDonald Land commercials during like, uh, like what would he watch like a hockey game or something? There'd be some sort of like prime time or, or, or during a sporting event, but also I could imagine Wade coming in doing lawn work or something and scotty has like saturday morning cartoons on right right mm-hmm. and he would see like ronald mcdonald and the fry guys the hamburglar mayor mccheese and like the various characters from that it's hard to imagine that wade wouldn't look at that and think that something had gone wrong with mcdonald's that that's <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. that, there, that like you said mischief there is like a lot of tomfoolery in a in a McDonald's commercial of the seventies or eighties. There are a lot of things like I can see him thinking that that would be a a, a bad element. So back to the main question, which is, yeah. what do you think, Scotty? What do you think Wade thought Scotty was doing there? I think the things he's seen in McDonald's commercials are the things that he thinks that that Scotty is doing. I think those. I think that's the element that he thinks he's hanging out with. So he thinks he's hanging out with Grimace and the Fry Guys? Yeah, and Ronald McDonald. So and- he actually thinks they're down there, like like the, that <laughs> there's like a clown at that McDonald's that Scotty's going to? Yeah, I don't know whether it, like now I think there are those benches that you see that it, that it looks like you sit down next to Ronald McDonald and he has his arm around you. Mm-hmm. Do you Have think you Wade that? thought that was a real live clown? I don't know whether they would have made those at that point or not, whether those would be there, but I definitely think there's something, uh, there's the possibility that it ties into whatever Wade thinks about McDonald's in general. So he thinks that Scotty was down there like frolicking with the McDonald land characters. There's yeah. a pretty good chance. I'm going to say that Wade saw Wade has the, uh, Here's a copy of the Gigi Allen single. I think it's Public Menace number one, <laughs> where it's Ronald McDonald. It's at a McDonald's. Uh, Brayette, can you pull up this single, uh, Gigi Allen? If you type Gigi Allen, Ronald McDonald, it'll probably yeah. come up. Because if Wade had this record, which would have tracked timeline was 87, yeah. he definitely could have had this single. Right. And he knows that there's a giant Ronald McDonald down there that you can grab the crotch of the way <laughs> they did in this cover of the single. Maybe that's what Wade was uh, concerned about, that his son, his grandson was going to turn into the next Gigi Allen. Now, Connor, we were talking, uh, first of all, happy. uh, This is the first Threatsgiving uh, we're celebrating here. So happy Threatsgiving. Just want to say. If there was a McDonald Land movie, who would you cast in some of the key roles? I think the better question is who would Adam Driver play? I mean, the obvious thing I think would be to have Adam Driver play the Hamburglar because they tend to think of him playing intense roles. Um, but I'd be interested to see what he would do as Ronald. I think he should play Ronald. Brett's nodding. 
the hair seems like a good fit in particular. They wouldn't need a wig. They could just sort of use his natural hair. Well, that's like really a- rude, actually. I think that's a really mean way of putting it. <laughs> Brett's got Brett's got a, beef. 100% a compliment. Brett's but- <laughs> got quarter pounder beef with driver. Should we bring our, our guest on in addition to discuss this? What do you guys think? Yeah, we have a uh, we have we have a McDonald's land uh, expert um, uh, on in the waiting room. Let me see if he is. Uh, I cannot find this Gigi Allen photo of him grabbing. Oh, wait, no. You... Oh, God. oh, no. Oh, no. Tom's about to be oh. mad at himself. Hold on. Who are you thinking of? I, I, I think I was thinking Lemmy. It's, I think there's an early Motorhead photo of him grabbing Ronald McDonald. Does he have a swastika on or not? Fun thing about yeah, it's 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 Mo, it's Lemmy. It's not Gigi Allen. What was it's that? Okay. Oh my They're god! Both no, no, it's bags. not okay. No, it's not okay. It's not okay. Brett, we cut that or we cut that or we keeping it in? No, we're keeping it all in. I want my failures to be public. <laughs> I was gonna say, Brett, we're gonna need ten minutes of Tom beating himself up. <laughs> no, nah, my failures are public, and I know people hear this. They start laughing the second I was saying G. Fifteen minutes ago, they're laughing up a storm as I'm saying G.G. Allen with the picture holding the crotch. Brett, can you pull up, pull up, uh, Lemmy, Ronald McDonald, yeah. and then I'll feel a little better. You got it. Well, there was a he could have promoted Mick Lemonade. They should have had lemonade at, yeah. I would not want to drink lemonade though. Why not? Because there's warts floating in it. Because it might be urine. <laughs> to quote the fine people of England. Oh, gross! I hate this. <laughs> yeah, that's what Wade, I think that's what Wade is picturing. What year is that? What year is that photo? Would you say? Oh, that's early '80s, I'd say. Yeah, I, I just love the idea of going into Ronald into McDonald's wearing those shorts. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, it almost looks like he's he his first move was to hide behind Ronald because he realized he wasn't wearing pants, and then the other two <laughs> were posing, and then he went with it. I I definitely think if Wade saw this photo, that this is the image of what he thinks. Uh, <laughs> could be waiting for Scotty at McDonald's. It is a photograph of four men very much not drinking milkshakes. Yeah, he'd go down to the he'd go down to the McDonald's. Scotty would go down. Motorhead would be hanging out there <laughs> around the giant life-size Ronald McDonald. Yeah. And it also it also it, it would explain why, like, Wade doesn't say what they're doing. He says what they're not doing. Because it is kind <laughs> of hard to describe what they're doing. So it is easier to say, well, they're not drinking milkshakes. <laughs> whatever, this, whatever this is, I think it's sort of like Wade said the thing that he felt confident about, which is that what they're not doing. Or comfortable uh, saying. Like, yeah. I don't think Wade, Wade wouldn't describe this, even if he could. No. Well, I'll tell you what they are doing down there is uh, they're probably... Grabbing the crotch of that that life size Ronald McDonald, they got out there. And then one is wearing shorts and pointing to Lemmy. They got that uh, that guy used to be a bass player in the band Hawkwind and uh, left <laughs> around seventy five to start a band uh, Motorhead. I will post these photos on our uh, socials. So follow us at Double Threat Pod on Twitter and Instagram to see uh, Lemmy from Motorhead grabbing Ronald McDonald's uh, crotch. 
Yeah. And again, my apologies about the Gigi Allen thing. I apologize to everyone about that. Apologize to McDonald's. I will do better. I will do better. And I know I've done a lot of talking and maybe it's time I do some listening. Hello. Hi, Ian. Oh, oh my God. Oh, you scared the crap out of me. (laughs) Now we got, this is just a cavalcade of comedy right now. We got, we got Connor Ratliff and now we got, we got Ian Abramson. Who's a funny guy. Another funny guy, right? How are you? I'm doing well. I, this is such a treat. I I am so glad you all are focusing on whatever it is you're focusing on. Yes. So, Ian, is it true or false that you are an aficionado of the McDonaldland mythology? You nailed it. Yes. Uh, if somebody could give a dissertation on it, it would be me. Okay, good. So, a couple things. First of all, we're discussing... Uh, who would play which character if we were to do a live action McDonald land movie now? And I think we're all on the same page that Adam driver should play Ronald. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That would be such a great Ronald. Who should play grimace? Oh man. Very good question. Um, And Ian, keep in mind as you well know, and I well know that grimace started as a villain, true or false. Absolutely. He's vaguely shaped like an upside down shake. And was obsessed with stealing them, <laughs> but he had Vague. six arms. Like very shake? vaguely. I also just want to say accent on vaguely. A shake, <laughs> like a maraca? No, like a like a like a shake, like a vanilla chocolate strawberry shake. No, he's not. That was the idea. I agree with you. I agree completely. <laughs> I think that that was the idea in the design of this random blob. Was like. You know, kind of shake-ish. He was obsessed with stealing Without shake. Without the cup? Originally. Without the cup. I think it's right. like as, sure. if, as if you turn the cup upside down, the first part that would come out would hold the more of the integrity of the shape of the cup. But as it got further <laughs> down, more of the shake would stick to the bottom. So it would, so you, there'd be, like, if you, if you turn over a McDonald's shake, there'd be some that would stay in the, in the cup. But there's no, there's no aspect to a business that pro- that is, exists for food consumption where you should turn the shake upside down Onto and the see table. what Hell happens. And you see what happens. That is but, their business model. But it was not McDonald's business but, but that's model. That's the other thing. It's Dairy Queen. They're not like, model. Let's, let's represent the mascot when someone's throwing it away. <laughs> the mascot of the Dairy Queen has the integrity, like the Mr. Softy has a head that's like ready to be eaten. Like if you're Very talking true. about Grimace being a the shake that's poured out on the table. That doesn't very say true. very good things about the quality and of the milkshake. And a purple shake. There's no, there's nothing even, what's the closest to a purple shake they've ever had? Have they ever had a purple shake, Ian? No. They, they Every year they have a green shake and Grimace's uncle comes over from uncle- Ireland. Oh, Grimacy! Yes. You know Uncle O'Grimacy. I know Uncle O'Grimacy. I think Uncle O'Grimacy visiting Grimace once a year is very funny the way that when women menstruate, they're like, oh, I have a visit from my aunt. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I think Grimace is like, oh, uh, Uncle O'Grimacy's on the way. And his wife is like, fair enough. (laughs) Now, do you know Ian or Connor or Julie, or Brett, if uh, the O'Grimacies are in any way, did they grow up near the O'Pusses? 
No. By, and now they did not. No, the opuses are East Coast. And as Ian will tell us, the McDonald land is a West Coast empire. True or false? McDonald's is the West Coast empire. McDonald's land is its own universe. Okay, well, then never mind. But 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 aren't we talking about their relatives who are from Ireland though? Like that's well, a, yeah. But Cookie Opus, we're talking about Cookie Opus in this yes, case, from and the old Cookie country. Opus is from outer space, Ireland. And I, I think that I think that Uncle O'Grimacy must have immigrated from McDonald's Land to Ireland. Okay, and then came to America once a year. Yes. In McDonald's land, in the background, there are volcanoes that spew chocolate, vanilla, and strawberry shake. Wait Um, a minute. Yeah. Right? Now, are there any concerns that if this pandemic doesn't get taken care of, that Uncle O'Grimacy will not be able to come to America (laughs) this March? Is that a concern we should be kind of trying to get ahead of? I hope this is something Mr. Biden can take care of. (laughs) Here's my next question. Do you think Joe Biden would be a good McDonald land character just as Joe Biden? Oh Joe my, Biden kind of has the, has the vibe of the grimace. No, not I, the body yeah. type, but the vibe. I picture him having a thing where he just chomps down. Yeah. Put fries in those <laughs> fake chomping teeth and they go. He would be the old. If he was a McDonald's character, he'd be the old guy sitting at a McDonald's nursing that cup of coffee yes! and reading USA Today for four hours oh my God. in the morning. They never, Ian, why didn't they have a character in McDonald land that sold coffee to old people? The loiterer, the old. That's a great question. <laughs> they did have Mac Tonight. You guys remember Mac Tonight? Yes, and he's a white power symbol now, isn't he? Unfortunately, yes, but I think better than that, he was played by the guy from The Shape of Water that was the fish guy. Doug Jones. Doug Jones, yes. How do you know Doug Jones? Because Doug Jones is from The Shape of Water, and he I met him. He was on What We Do in the Shadows. I worked with it's him. The best. He, he was uh, Lobster John. Who was he in uh, Hellboy? The, he was like the guy that looked like the guy from Abe Shape Sapien. of Water. He was Abe Sapien. He was this guy in Pan's Labyrinth, the... Uh... He was, he, was? Ha- he was eyeball man yeah. and ha- pans lot. And I tell you one thing, everybody's scared of that guy with the thing. You just punch him right in that palm. <laughs> very easy to defeat in a fight. Guy comes, he puts those eyeballs, his hands up with the eyeballs, and he just punch him right in his open palms. Blind or you bend him. back his fingers would be like pulling his eyelids back. What made you guys decide to talk about McDonald's today? We ran out of ideas, Ian. And, um... <laughs> well, actually, no, it's... It's Thanksgiving, and fr- Thanksgiving is a holiday where families come together and make food. Thanksgiving for double threat is a holiday where you go to a drive-through and you eat a- a- the food by yourself on your lap. On your lap, love it. And Tom is partial to, and he'll be the first to admit it. I'm not. I'm not telling tales out of school, no. but he he enjoys a fillet o' fish, just like our president. There was a there was a, a villain that represented the filet o fish early in McDonald's land history, Captain Crook. That's Brett's favorite character. Isn't that fucked up? Wow. Isn't that the weirdest isn't that the weirdest thing you've ever learned about a person? That's Brett's favorite character in McDonald's land is Captain yeah. Crook. I don't think that's weird at all. He's a... Uh... I, I like, you know, he's a pirates are always fun. Pirate themed stuff is fun. I didn't uh, say it wasn't cool. It's really cool, the only Brett. thing that has like a reference point. I didn't you know, say it wasn't cool. Makes sense outside of 
McDonald's He's a ripoff of Captain Crunch, Brent, and you know it. Oh, no. So who should play Cap? So, so we got Adam Driver is Ronald. Ronald McDonald. I'm trying to work here on the fast food. Like, like <laughs> losing his temper and getting all upset all the time and cursing. Robert Blake. Robert Blake is the Hamburglar. Why don't we cast like an actual criminal? What if we get O.J. Simpson? What if we just <laughs> we just put him in the cage? Put him in that Mac, the Mac, the Big Mac cage. Big Mac, chief of police, a cab. All cops are burgers. <laughs> That's pretty good. All cops are burgers. <laughs> is, is it weird to you guys that Big Mac, chief of police, has two patties? Mayor McCheese only has one. It oh, takes, I didn't know that. It takes one patty to to make laws, but two to enforce them. What's up with that? Because <laughs> they're clearly there's clearly some old timey uh, 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 old connections there, where the cop and the mayor are related, they're brothers, and they're just right? taking care of business. Well, that's why Captain Crook is the best. He's the he's the outlaw. Tom. Go say that again. Who said that? Brett, Brett, Brett wanted to talk about. <laughs> I mean, you, you guys, you guys make fun of me for liking Captain Crook, but I feel like you're always talking your way towards Captain Crook is the best one because he's not part of the bureaucracy. He's not part of the institution. You know, he's he's a true outlaw. I just think it's wow. weird that he's your favorite, and I and I say that it with love. I'm not saying it's bad. I think it's cool and interesting, but it is weird. It is weird. Perfectly normal. Another disturbing implication is is that. In McDonald's land, the hamburgers grow in a patch, like a vegetable patch. That mm. means to Mayor McCheese, those are like baby heads. Wait. Well, that's that's upsetting. That the hamburgers grow in a patch? Yeah, there's like little hamburgers that are talking in the early commercials. And uh, uh, that means that Mayor McCheese is kind of negotiating the sale of what to him would be a baby's head. This is now getting closer to when there was that case in Hudson County when the uh, the rabbi was selling uh, organs at the <laughs> diner in Hoboken. That okay. I let's ate just say, let's just the say religious show. leader. Let's not indicate. It doesn't need <laughs> no, to be. We don't no, need fi- to be. No, finally, a rabbi gets something pinned to him. <laughs> this is the greatest day of my life. Oh, finally, my God. Finally, oh my God. Eight million priests <laughs> suck. One one rabbi harvesting, not harvesting, just <laughs> flipping organs for profit. <laughs> Fine, I'll the score allow board, it. The scoreboard, the scoreboard, eight million, eight million bad priests. One rabbi. <laughs> and he was. What was he doing? He was schlepping a liver from point A to point B. I think he was just like brokering organ sales like illegal uh-huh. organ sales and he oh. was doing it at that diner in hoboken i'd do the best show and i'd go to that diner that's the same diner as that <laughs> when suddenly Artie lang walked in and he was like nah, i'm gonna get uh like he went up to the counter and goes no nah, get two roast beef sandwiches to go please <laughs> I was like, two it's 1 30 in the morning this guy's making sure he's got that backup roast beef sandwich maybe he was meal planning very well oh look i'm not judging Maybe that was code for a liver. Oh. Yeah. Maybe they bring, here's your first roast beef sandwich. And then like this sealed cooler comes out of the back room for the second one. And he's paying $13,000 <laughs> for two roast beef sandwiches in cash. Wait, what's the second one? 
The first is well, the Well, the first cooler. one's an actual roast beef sandwich. Oh, okay. They give them like a bag with a roast beef. The second one is like a clearly a medical cooler. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Now, Ian, what was the first thing that made you get hooked on all of this McDonald's lore? Uh, remembering the hand-painted murals that were slowly disappearing across America. Do you know what I'm talking about? No. no. Certain McDonald's have would have these hand-painted murals on the wall of these characters in a way that I, I can't imagine the corporation just fully agreed because they're all so different. They're, they would look like... Uh, paintings of the founding fathers you know uh, or they'd be them in space and i just was uh really drawn to how bizarre all of that was and the deeper i dove the more interesting it was to me now ian were those were those in ronald rooms ronald rooms you remember is that that was what they always referred to it as the the, the there was like a back room where Kids could have birthday parties, and they called it the Ronald Room. I, I'm not familiar with this. That could very well be. Yeah, I think uh, I think some priests had a Ronald Room. <laughs> All right, ah! take it on the take it on the chin, priests. <laughs> they like it. On I got to bring up. I I'd like to take this opportunity to talk a little bit more about the rabbi with the organs. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, so. Did anybody here ever have a, a McDonald's uh, birthday party or I go wish. to one? I went to one and it was like the best party of my life. I loved it. The cake had clowns on it. Like it had, it was one of those white sheet cakes with balloons. It was, it was just everything that you want as a little kid. I think I, uh, I uh, performed at one. The, the, the wait, wait, that, hold, wait, wait, hold on. Wait a minute. Now I don't mean to cut you hold off. Connor. Hold on. Hold on. Sorry, Connor. Let's clear the floor for whatever Brett just said here. Say that again and say it nice and slow. So uh, as a as a child, I had a I briefly had a business as a as a magician and I uh, I performed at a couple birthday parties, one of which was at, at a McDonald's in the back of a McDonald's, Pre- presumably in a Ronald room. I don't know if I knew that at the time, but. When you got there, were you like, um, I'm the amazing Brett, which way is the Ronald room? Yeah. First of all, what was your stage name? Uh, so uh, I, I, I just well, it was more of a um, a character uh, that it was. He was nameless, but he was um, he was a clown magician. So he dressed <laughs> like a clown, but he did magic. So it was like a clown getup, but but a magic performance. And then there was also like a traveling salesman aspect to it. So he would like bring all his tricks in a briefcase and then be like, "Oh, I just got off the you know, just got back from." The road, just stopping how, in. How, how old were you at, dude, for this multi, this multifaceted character you're doing? Who's a clown? Who's also a traveling salesman? Who also performs in Ronald rooms for 
for what age? How old were you? You were so I I was ten, uh, and I was performing for let's say like uh, five and six year olds, younger oh my younger than God. Me. That is. Oh. Was this a riff on Death of a Salesman? You know, I I, I don't know where I, I feel like uh, I was reading a lot of Hardy Boys at the time, and I feel like the Hardy <laughs> the old Hardy Boys books always had like their dad was a traveling salesman, he, he was never home and stuff like that. So I feel like maybe I got it from that. Uh, there is there is video of it too that I uh, I can share with you guys. Um, if that's of any interest, but uh, should yeah, we just stop on. the show and yeah, get, tell all the guests to go home and just spend the rest of the time watching this, Tom? This sounds like a gift from heaven. I don't know any other way to put it. That also, I love that Brett read the Hardy Boys. It was like identifying with the dad. Yeah, he's just like, boy, this this hardworking dad. He's like, wow, what what, what must life on the road be? Yeah. Yeah. There's these two children going on adventures and solving crimes and stuff. He's just like, I want to know more about this dad. It's like, I bet hotels are lonely. Yeah. (laughs) Picturing the dad in the bar. The hotel typewriters on the the road. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, go get a drink in the hotel bar. Uh, life's hard, I tell you. These typewriters, nobody wants them anymore. Nobody wants these electric typewriters. Computers, that's a wave of the future. I'm going down. I'm going down. This is this. I'm doomed with this. Sometimes I, yeah. Sometimes I, I miss my family, but then I feel like if I went home, I'd be a stranger to them. Yeah. Then meanwhile, the kids are off somewhere, getting chased. Oh, look! It's the magic key. Yeah. Does the key fit in the shell? Brett's flipping through real fast looking <laughs> for any mention of the dad in the Hardy Boys book. Uh, here's something. Uh, the dad went back to his room and <laughs> and the TV didn't work. And he had two single beds and it bummed him out. He got to the room. So he threw his suitcase under one of the two single beds, opened it up and plopped down on the other one. Thought he was going to take a shower before bed just fell asleep <laughs> in, his, in his suit. <laughs> so uh, wh- while I go look for that video, uh, we I have something uh, here that that uh, I think is is pretty exciting. We got five people uh, in the waiting room oh, right have, now. Bring them all in. Who all uh, all five of these people? These are all listeners of Double Threat, and they all worked at a McDonald's at some point at some point in their life. Bring them all uh, in from various uh, time periods and places at your own discretion. Uh, just. I'm bringing them all in now. So we the got uh, more is we'll, ma- the more is the merrier. We'll bring them all, and then, threats and then we'll meet them. And- it's threats giving. It's about community and getting together, and then going off alone and eating your food like a like a dying animal in the lap of your car. I'm going to I'm going to step out and let you guys talk to these these ex employees. But thank you <laughs> thank so much you, for Ian. having. Thanks so much, Ian. What a blast. thank you so much. All right. And uh, before before I do the same, I'll I just want to confirm. I, I have confirmed that Ronald's rooms did exist. It wasn't just something that happened to me. Um, it, it there's a heritage auction uh, uh, for a design for the decor of a Ronald's room uh, from the early '80s. Uh, and so- Connor, do you want to just cast the rest of the movie real fast before you go? Sure. Yeah. Um, I feel like Kate Blanchett probably. Uh, uh, I'm not. I, I wonder what role. I feel like she could play either all of the Fry Guys, um, or Birdie. Or Birdie. Do, do, you Birdie. Wanna, do you want to say like Viola Davis for Birdie? Yeah, that's a good one for for Viola Davis for Birdie is good. Um, who's Grimace? Grimace. Andy Circus. 
Wait, yeah. Andy Circus is who? Andy, I want Andy. I don't want Andy Circus. I don't want Andy Circus with a hundred miles of this thing. Yeah, let's have that Andy, guy is a Andy, he's Andy a fraud. Love Andy Samberg as Grimace instead of yes. No, Andy, guys, can we please find no. an actor of size for this? Andy Circus is a fraud. He jump put. He gets in a unitard with ping pong balls on it and jumps around, and like he oh he's King Kong. Yeah, I could jump around like a monkey <laughs> in a tennis ball uh, costume. Also, and get what I'm not. I want Andy Circus anywhere Apparently, near this thing. I need to be the one to say Steve Sharipa. So Steve Sharipa's dad, Steve Sharipa Junior.'s dad, Grimace. No, I'm just his. his technically, it's Steve Sharipa Junior. Oh Julie. shit! <laughs> Is that true? Show some respect to the Sharupa family on Sharupa, this threats giving. Look, Brett just left. All right, Cutter, are you going to hang out or are you going to go? I'll I'll take off. I want to leave room for it. You got a lot of employees in the, in the waiting room, I think. Okay. Well, Connor Ratliff, the star of George Lucas Talk Show, is my favorite thing. It's on every Sunday night over on Twitch on Planet Scum Network. All right. Thank you so Bye, much. I happy, love you. Happy, happy threats giving. Thank you. you. Thank you. I love you. You know, Tom. What's that now? We're very lucky. And of all the things I'm thankful for, one of them is you. Another is doing this show with you. And a third of them is uh, the people who listen to the show. And we're very fortunate to have people that um, like the show and also have insights into working at McDonald's or knowing about McDonald's from a different point of view. And we have a couple of them with us today at our first annual threats giving that's true let's bray it do you want to introduce everybody yeah yeah actually if, if you guys could go around and uh uh when i called your name just introduce yourself tell us uh uh when you worked at mcdonald's what years and and where you worked at mcdonald's uh because i think we got a few different uh you know uh uh years and places represented yeah. here how about uh, this you say add, say add your like, name yep you say your name you say when you worked at McDonald's, how long you worked at McDonald's, and what your title was at McDonald's. And I was also going to say, what's your favorite thing about McDonald's? I was going to say what your least favorite thing is, but that's up to you. You don't have to say that. Yeah. And also, if if you... Yeah, because we're not being sponsored by them. And then I'd also like to add, if you want to say, if you were an, a cat or a dog, what would your name be? Sure. You can catify or dogify your name yes. also. Okay. So shall we start with uh, Christina? Hi. Um, yeah. I, my name's Christina and I worked at McDonald's 92, 93 when I was in high school uh, in a little town in Nevada. And uh, my favorite thing about it was the fact that uh, all my friends worked there and it was an excuse to get out of the house and I was earning money, but didn't have bills to pay. So it felt like, you know, a total win. And if I was the dog, my name would be Rufus. I don't know why. Christina just set the, do you see that? The bar's so high. If I was one of these other people, I'd jump off right now. Shaking in their, I feel, I see quivering. And maybe because they've all been drinking milkshakes this whole time. I should put that out there. I'd be like. (laughs) Okay. Next, Steven. Hi, I'm Steven. I worked at McDonald's for about six months in uh, would have been around 2003 or 2004 in Battleford, Saskatchewan, Canada. Um, I worked there because I really wanted a PlayStation 2. 
And that was the only way I was ever going to get a PlayStation and the games I wanted. So it was purely to fuel my uh, video game habit. Um, my favorite thing would have been... Uh, uh, my favorite thing, I, I did at the time really like the burgers. I liked getting half off the burgers. Um, half off? Half, half, half off? There. Everyone else, is, they're nodding. Other people are nodding. Half. Yeah, could you imagine? I'm gonna say I'm this. I'm, not, I'm, to I'm my an honest. Stomach. Yeah, I'm an honest person. There ain't no way I'm paying half for that stuff. Working there, those what burgers are gonna. Those burgers are gonna f- f- fall into my jacket pocket. <laughs> <laughs> Stick to my hand. Well, I guess it's stuck to my hand. I don't know what to tell you, Steven. So what would be your dog or cat name? Uh, so I was actually looking at cats. I really want to get a cat. I can't get one on my lease. I was looking at one. I saw the best cat named Lunchbox. So oh. that's, Lunchbox is a good cat name. I got a secret for you, Steven. You get a cat, your landlord's not going to know. It's not like you have a dog and you bring him outside every day. They don't care. You know what they do care about? Mice. And you know what they'll have less of? Mice. And you know what else? If they come in and they see a cat, they're trespassing. So get lunchbox. And I, I got to tell you, Stephen, I had a dog for two years in an apartment that didn't allow dogs. I got caught three times. Each time I said it was my sister's dog. I'm sorry. It's an emergency. I, I had no choice. I had to look after this dog. I used that excuse three times and it worked all three times. So just some free advice there. Yeah. Sarah, hello. Oh, hi. Um, yes. Okay. I'm Sarah. Uh, I worked at um, McDonald's in the late nineties, um, for about nine months, I think. Um, and, uh, in Long Island, uh, and my, it was a small, it was weird. It was a small McDonald's. Um, so they only had really like two employees working at a time. Um, and I worked the back, so I didn't work the register, but I did all the cooking, basically cooking. Okay. I don't know. Um, so one person <laughs> doing all the cooking. Yeah. It was like, I don't, it was some sort of like pilot idea i guess it was like a cozy mcdonald's or something sure. i don't know yeah that sounds like one of those are you sure it was an actual mcdonald's like it didn't have like a two 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 l's in donald <laughs> part or something <laughs> this sounds like a rogue mcdonald's you were working at <laughs> weird. there's just um, two of us still, it still had the speedy logo it was like a speedy sure but, okay uh, oh yes yes of course of course is that the limited menu Yes. But what would you do when it was like lunchtime? You'd be just like, it's going to take like 90 minutes for me to get your food ready. I'm so packed up. It's only me making everything. I think that's what I like. The bar was kind of low. It was easy. Okay. To, Got yeah. it. Got it. And your name, if you were a dog? Um, Heidi. Okay. Heidi. Great. That's awesome. That's a good Great. one. Anybody famous ever come to that McDonald's? Uh, oh, you ever get Billy Joel ever pull up Long <laughs> no, Island no. McDonald's? Amy Schumer. I'm trying to think of other Long Island. Baldwins. Uh, any Baldwins? Any I can picture some Baldwins pulling up. Hey. Uh, uh, All right. <laughs> trying to do Baldwin ordering something. Tom. I'll have a number four meal. <laughs> Landon. Oh, hi. Extra, extra ketchup. <laughs> I have a dog named Lunchbox. What? No. That's not Real true. What Lunchbox. is happening? Lunchbox. Oh, she just ran away. Oh, sure. She There's just no dog. ran Lunchbox. away. Lunchbox, come here. Come here. What is come going on? on? 
This I want to know crazy. what's going on with that. We we because we're we can see everybody on the, <gasps> on the Zoom. Oh my! No, he's proving it. All right. Oh, he's so that's cute. lunchbox. I'm Wait, worried about that weird. Going on? What's that? What's that boar's head you got hanging on the wall in the back there? It is a boar's head. Okay, that's a boar's head. I said, "What's up with the boar's head?" You're like, "Man, it's a boar's head." <laughs> Fair enough. It is exactly that. <laughs> Took that one off the table. That one okay. came off the table pretty quick. So um, yeah, yeah. So, what are your McDonald's? Uh, uh, what's what's your status? So, I worked at McDonald's from 2001 to 2003 ish in a very small town in Missouri. Uh, my favorite part was stuffing my apron pockets with chicken nuggets. There we go. Oh my! About. Loose loose nuggets. Hell yeah! And you'd snack on them like they were like potato chips, wouldn't you? I was 15. So yeah. that's a yes. Yes. <laughs> How many nuggets did you eat in like a single shift, like a single yeah. hour? Oh, God. Uh, I could. 30? Maybe like 30? Yeah, pro- 30. Probably multiples of, of yeah. 10. 30 to 50? <laughs> yeah. And would your skin just, would? did you just feel like you were a chicken McNugget at a point? Like you were like, like you have just like that chicken McNugget grease running through your system now. You, you're eating that much of it every day. Absolutely. Yeah, my, my skin was beautiful. You're part McNugget by that point. <laughs> All right, everybody, at the same time, name the four shapes of Chicken McNuggets. Every, uh, Brett, everyone, put everyone off mute. There's four shapes, right? The foot. <laughs> the, bo- the, the boot. The boot. What else? The, the potato. Circle. The circle. <laughs> and the swastika. No? Yeah, <laughs> we did it. And now the, you 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 all might be saying, why on earth are they doing this yes. right now? Yes. Is it sponsored by McDonald's? Absolutely not. No. Why are we doing it? Because this is the first we annual. We don't know. It's the first oh, sorry. annual. Yes, we do no, know. We do know. We do know. It's the first annual Threatsgiving. So welcome. Happy Threatsgiving Happy to all of you. And welcome to our table. And, um, you know, we're, we're all going to. Uh, have McDonald's in our car this week. Yes, and we've got one last. Uh, we got one last employee on the line here. Too. Oh wait, Landon, okay. if you were a dog, what, what would your name be? Jonathan. Fine. Uh, John. Guy names his dog. Guy names his dog Lunchbox. His dog name gets to be Jonathan. And by the way, no one has hesitated less. Just picture when you're at a dog park and somebody's going, Jonathan, Jonathan, come back, Jonathan, and then Jonathan's one of those dogs that's hanging out with the other group of people where jonathan's just like you gotta get me out of here this guy named me jonathan and he has a boar's head on his on my his wallet i keep is, yes my other dog's name is butthole let's put landon <laughs> on mute and move on to the next person <laughs> john i don't think i can uh compete with that well good um, that's to your credit so uh i worked in a uh mcdonald's in 1992 just the summer um, in Lynn, Massachusetts, beautiful Lynn, the North shore of Boston. And, um, let's see, my favorite thing was watching the training videos because they were just so spectacularly bad. Um, you know, they'd always try to get you to upsell, like say like, you know, would you like a piping hot coffee with that, sir? 
piping hot they they oh, make yeah. you say piping hot piping hot and so my 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 thing was i would um you know i, w- I would work the drive through and so when somebody would come through it's like the middle of the summer they're you know it's like one o'clock they're sweating buckets they're ordering you know like whatever a regular meal and they they and after they were done i'd say would you like a piping hot coffee with that <laughs> Now, is that before the, uh, is that pre-lawsuit? That has to be pre-coffee <laughs> yeah, lawsuit. Exactly. <laughs> yes, I'm going yeah. to say the phrase piping hot got, got struck from that, uh, <laughs> yeah. from, from that scripted. Yeah. Would upsell. you like, um, lap curdling, lap? <laughs> yeah. A lap scaldingly <laughs> hot coffee. Lap deforming. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and so let's see. Oh, my least favorite was, uh, that it was minimum wage. So it was, you know, what, four and a quarter back in the early 90s, which was your paycheck would be less than $200, I think, after taxes. Now, did you find yourself wanting to eat McDonald's food less the longer you work there? Yeah. It's nodding. There's nodding. Is that something that goes across the board for everybody where you found yourself like it was lunch break and then you'd be like, I'm going anywhere but here. Get me away from this stuff. Or did you have to eat McDonald's food because your lunch break was so short? So I would say that um, just because I was a teenager working there and I was on my own, you you know, it was a cheap, easy meal. So you would, yeah, you know. And I think back then it wasn't half off. I think it was maybe thirty less than. Oh that. my god! It was like Imagine. Off. Yeah. 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 No. I'm gonna be sick. Yeah. That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah, but if you if you were in with the manager. You know, you'd go up to the front, you would order a burger and then you'd open it up and there'd be like t- an extra Big Mac or something in there. You know, uh, if you had the in. Okay. The game within yeah. the game. Okay. Yes. But it had to be the man. It had to be the manager. Sure. They watch that. Okay. They watch that stuff by like a hawk. Like you couldn't just throw a hamburger in the trash. It had to go to a special bin and then they would count it at the end of the night. So they mm-hmm. knew. Really? Exactly yeah. Yeah. So it was really, um, but they didn't count salad ingredients. So, you know, I'd stock up okay. on the ham and the eggs and all that stuff from the salad station. And they didn't really count chicken nuggets. Okay. Well, clearly yeah. as Landon is Landon, <laughs> Landon just said, hell yeah. And by the way, at one point he held up a cat and I have no idea where that cat came from. So um, he's going to do it again, but I'm not, I can't. Other, other people have lunchtime uh, uh, McDonald's stories. I found that when I was, working i was not hungry at all like you would just kind of be around the mcdonald's smell <laughs> did it not it seem was... like food after a while yeah. was there a point <laughs> i would like if i was working like an eight hour shift i wouldn't be hungry for the entire eight hours and then my parents would come pick me up at the end of my shift and within five minutes of leaving work i'd be starving mm-hmm. well because when you were working there you're basically saying that you were like you felt like you were um uh, like subsisting on the fumes of food. yeah, exactly. I think there's probably like a hundred calories every hour in the air. Every breath. <laughs> what's the what's the any? First of all, two questions: any celebrity encounters at any McDonald's, and what is the worst thing you saw when you worked at McDonald's? I think the mayor came through mine. The mayor, which mayor? Of Harrisonville, Missouri. Oh, jeez. Big time celeb. Was he drunk? The mayor's here. That's the mayor. Oh my God, the mayor's here. I'll get a hamburger and a (laughs) glass of water. (laughs) Chris 
Christina Rufus. Oh, yeah. Just uh, Alice from Brady Bunch came through the drive-thru. What? Ambie oh yeah. Davis? Cool. Ambie Davis. Yeah. Yeah. What did Ambie Davis want? Just a coffee. She just wanted ah! a coffee. We this were, is the greatest we were, thing I've ever heard. We were on this little, it was a little town, but we were between Reno and Salt Lake. So you have to get anywhere. You have to go through us. Mm -hmm. And then uh, a lady that I thought for sure was Roseanne Barr, but uh, wasn't. So that's not exciting. But yeah, Alice was, was good. I like that one. And B. Davis getting a coffee is the coolest thing I've ever heard. In Nevada, in Nevada, you were saying? In Nevada. Yeah. Northern Nevada. Wow. Wow. Also, Sam the Butcher came through mine. No, that's mute, not mute true. Mute landed again, this Brett. Is, please. This guy's mute. This guy, that's strike two. That's strike, strike two? one, he named his cat. He named his cat Butthole. Don't. Or his dog Butthole. Second thing, he, now he's, he's falsely claiming that Sam the Butcher from the Brady Bunch came through to his McDonald's. So the worst thing you ever saw, and then I also want to know, like, what's the best thing to order and what's the worst thing to order? Like, and the don't way that say filet of fish is the worst because it's all <laughs> I got going for me right now. Please. It's literally. Or is, is there any advice that you give someone ordering, like, stay away from this salad after, you know, yeah. any time of day or whatever it is? Well, yeah. I mean, the, the grossest thing is, is really when they empty out the, the French fry pits, and, you know, when they're done, because they, they use them for a couple couple months it's it's pretty chewy but then yeah and then uh the oil know. they use the same oil for months for a couple months they yeah. what i didn't yeah. know that you, you can you can kind of tell when they swap it out like the the fries are a lot brighter when oh when it's my god what is it hanukkah wait hold on let me do that again what is it hanukkah okay never mind <laughs> <laughs> all right just going just real quick give me three uh in a row real quick Okay, what is it, Hanukkah? What is it, Hanukkah? What is it, Hanukkah? All right, now just give me one and just go, just go, just go Gonzo on this next one. Just go what totally nutso. What is it? What is it? Oh, you mean just the whole phrase? Just give me, give me one, but just do what you want. Yeah, that one. <laughs> okay. So, Christina, they would never change the oil until it was another season. Uh, yeah, it was, you know, yeah, once a quarter kind of thing. And then um, uh, the best thing to order, and I don't know if they still have it, but we would take the apple pies and then we would uh, order the the caramel sundae and we'd combine the two. Oh, yeah, that's my it was, favorite. Uh, it was one of the off menu items. You're talking my language right now, Christina. I get when I'm at a tr particular low point in life. <laughs> <laughs> I will go to the drive like through high school, like high school at a McDonald's. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Let's say high school. Sure. High school. Me at high school. <laughs> I'm just rounding up. I'm almost about to die from natural causes. And I'm just like, yeah, high school. Sure. I, you go to the drive through, you get a, you get a Sunday, you get a, a caramel Sunday or a hot fudge Sunday. You get an apple pie. You smash that thing right in it. You're off to the races and the what race? To the race attack, to the graveyard. <laughs> the graveyard races. When do you guys remember when the McFlurry came around? Because I grew up without any McFlurries. There was either an ice cream sundae or a shake. But then the McFlurries came around. What was that like mid nineties? Yeah, I think so. I think we got one when I was working there, and uh, I always liked it. I was really impressed that the thing that mixed it was then the spoon. So that was like pretty cool. Did anyone else think that was the straw when they first came out? 
Yes. Yeah, because it had a whole. Yeah, right. It was hollow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. Did you like making McFlurries? Yeah. Was your favorite thing to make? Like when someone ordered. Although I guess you don't always make what they order to fit the register, but when you're always like excited when you got like, oh, I got to make one of these or not necessarily. When you get to make an ice cream cone, you got to kind of test out your skills a little bit. That's about the only skill you could develop. Sure. A little bit, a little bit of artistry in that. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Mm -hmm. And what, what's a, what's a weird order that you remember getting? So, so this happened to me, it was my first day. And uh, so I was in Boston, like North, North of Boston. And didn't know anything about like the regional, you know, phrases and things that people would call things like the bubbler is your water fountain. Um, so this guy comes in, the, the, the guy comes in and asks for, you know, quarter pounder fries and an orange tonic, orange tonic. And I was like, what is an orange tonic? <laughs> and um, so I was like, is there like some top shelf liquor back there? I, I don't know. So uh, I, I, you know, had been trained on like, here's the soda fountain, you know, here's the tonic button, here's the water button. We also have orange juice too, you know, da, 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 da. So I was like, okay, here's what I'm going to do. It's really busy. I can't ask anybody. The place is slammed. I get some ice in the cup. You're in the weeds. You're in the weeds. Yeah, totally. And so like I put the, put the ice in, put about a third uh, orange juice, fill the rest up with the tonic water, shake it up with the cap on. Now the guy uh -huh. must be looking at me the whole time, you know, and thinking, yeah. what the, what is this guy doing? He's an idiot. <laughs> Hand it to him. He puts the straw in, takes a sip and goes, oh, not bad. And goes off. So after the lunch rush is over, I go up and ask my manager who is a local, you know, uh -huh. Bostonian. I said, you know, this guy asked for an orange tonic. And she said, yeah, an orange tonic. What are you stupid? I, I said, no, what, what, what is an gotta orange love tonic? You know, I gotta love the people of Boston. I think they're really the star of this story. She said, the sun-kissed, the sun-kissed orange soda, orange tonic. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. So, That's so funny. I like that. Well, yeah, I like that the customer's like, pretty good. Yeah, you guys like, eh, not bad. I, but he never asked for it again, so I think he knew. So yours, you whipped him up. Orange juice yeah. and tonic water. Correct. And you shook it up. Yep. Get it nice and flat. <laughs> How have you guys eaten at McDonald's since you worked there? Yeah, like what was yeah, what was the gap between you leaving McDonald's and saying like I think I'd like to eat at McDonald's again? About a year. Yeah, a year. But but it was mainly just because I didn't have a choice. The college I went to. That was the that was the place that was near campus. Yeah, you know, there were other options. I would have. So that's like McDonald's beats it out of you. The desire to eat anything, but it takes a full year before you want that back in your system. Sarah, you're nodding. Like Sarah, have you eaten McDonald's since you worked there, or no? No, and I think it's more the smell. It's like the okay. smell. You live with it, and then you don't want to ever eat it again <laughs> sure but to be fair you worked at a weird high pressure mcdonald's it's like the you worked at a mcdonald's it's like the equivalent of like dismantling a bomb it sounds like where you're just under pressure all the time that's true <laughs> like you probably have like ptsd when you're just like people honking their horns screaming for the thing you're the only one making all the food 
And then you hear about this McFlurry. Suddenly you hear just, yeah, great news. <laughs> Got some exciting news for you, Sarah. We need you to learn how to work this McFlurry machine. Yeah. <laughs> Sarah's back there doing a McFlurry of Coke just yeah. to keep up with the. You picture Sarah the day, the day she hears about breakfast all day. <laughs> yeah, great news. You're going to be making Egg McMuffins at five in the afternoon. Have any of you guys worked there when McMillions was a thing? Was yes. Not with Monopoly? Yeah. Yes. Christina, you say yes, like you've lived through hell and back. It was crazy. It was crazy. Like when that the first day those would come out, like that would be our busiest days. And I think that was even the years when there was no legitimate chance of winning. I'm pretty sure everybody uh, was, you had an inside track on, on the actual prize. And I, I, you know, and we would, we would take the cups and we would, you know, just tear off the things and nobody in the restaurant ever won anything other than like a free burger or anything. What you mean? You guys yeah. were back there, like just taking the labels yeah. off of the cups yeah. willy nilly being like, yeah. no, no, yeah. no. Oh, a burger. Yeah. Like there, there were a few things where like, you know, there was a couple of managers that let us get away with some stuff and it was, it was the millions thing. And then also they had the, the 92, uh, dream team baseball basketball, basketball card. thing yeah and so we'd, we'd be open up the packets in the back trading making sure that we had complete sets wow you guys had a real uh it's like goodfellas when they're in jail yeah. and they're still living <laughs> the high life yeah it was a fry scented goodfellas is what it was yeah. <laughs> a fry scented goodfellas that um yeah that must have been uh pretty sweet back then when the McMillions days, it, it's not surprising nobody ever won anything. Funny story about that. It turns out one guy was stealing all the stuff. There's a 48-hour documentary on it you should check out. Uh, that was so good. That was so much so better good. than the Nexium one. All I'm going to say, HBO, you got to tighten it up a little bit. Nine hours of Nexium thing. Nine hours. And then I watched two episodes of the one on stars and I'm just like, oh, this one's really interesting and exciting. The same yeah. story. Yeah. But by then I was Ranieri'd out. Yeah. Keith Ranieri has a kind of a McDonald's manager vibe a little bit, doesn't he? We always played volleyball at my store. At four Mute in the morning. Landon again. Brett, mute Landon one more time. <laughs> one more time on Landon. Um, I like land. I'm, I'm warming up. I gotta oh, are say you? I'm warming up the land. I will say I saw Tom's like, if Tom were a dog, I would have seen his tail wag. When you mentioned that thing about the apple pie and the caramel. Oh, no, like, no. I saw a life come into his eyes oh. that I've never seen in my the, life. The, I thought the light was out until that point, And suddenly <laughs> it got lit again that somebody validated my one, my go-to move. Do you remember the McLean? Are you guys around for the McLean burger? What about the, they did have like a veggie burger at one point. I remember liking, and I believe it was made out of corn husks. If I'm not mistaken. Am I imagining that there was like a McVeggie burger? Well, there was a McDLT was a big one, right? That was when the the hot side was hot and the cold side was cold. Did anybody here make a McDLT? No, everybody. McDLT. Okay. Yes. That's the one with the commercial with uh, George Costanza in it, I think. That is correct. Yeah, there is an ad with Jason Alexander singing and dancing. Ugh. 
to the Meek DLT. Brett, uh, can you pull up yep, the yep. Meek DLT? I'm on it. <laughs> Where on is it? <laughs> we all need to watch. You'd want to see Jason Alexander singing and dancing, and then you'd want to eat something is insane to me. It's really long, too, that ad. <laughs> Like, sounds like sounds like all the boxes are being checked on this one. Really long. <laughs> Jason Alexander. Tired of lettuce and tomato hamburgers in this town that don't quite hamburgers. make it. Yeah. You say that just once you'd like your hamburger hot and your lettuce and tomato cool and crisp all at the same time. Yeah. Well, I say you got it. I'm talking McDonald's new lettuce and tomato hamburger, the McDLT. I'm talking quarter pound of beef on the hot hot side. And the hot. Stays oh hot. The hot. Crisp lettuce and tomato on the cool, cool side. And the cool stays cool. The new McDLT. Cool, crisp. The beef stays hot. The cool stays crisp. Put it together, you can't resist. The hottest taste. The coolest dish. Keep the hot, hot. Keep the cool, cool. McDLT. McDLT. Hot. Eat the Cool, crisp LT. McDLT. It's a good time. Hot McD, McD, for the great taste. Cool, Chris Could be the best tasting lettuce and tomato hamburger ever. New Well, that was really long. You were right. <laughs> that was shockingly that was cool. long. I don't think I like and musicals anymore. <laughs> no, I don't think I like music anymore. <laughs> I think I've lost an interest in melodies and I don't like dancing and the watching humans dance so should we watch some more commercials tom should we say should we say farewell and thanks to our to our pals and what if what if we go one final thing on the way out because because my my friends you're wondering why are we doing this it's because it's our first annual threats giving and thanks thank we do well we we don't (laughs) but we do we're saying we do but we kind of don't but we kind of do Thanksgiving is a holiday where you make food at home and you do it for your family and you're all together. Threatsgiving, which is a double threat holiday, is a holiday where you go to McDonald's drive through and you order stuff and you eat alone in your car. And Thanksgiving is on one day a year. Threatsgiving lasts Every until day. the pandemic until is die. over, I guess, right? And probably yeah. going to keep going past that, too. Yeah. And favorite thing to... to- order should we just go around yeah. like what we do just like, like yeah what whatever you want your mcdonald's favorite order your memory like a, a party crazy thought. memory or, oh i have a good one like what as a customer should you not do or do to like make a mcdonald's person who works there like not ruin their day yeah steven you want to start lunchbox sure. uh sure the i think the easiest thing is no unnecessary modifications to your order oh. okay no modifications. Fair and enough. And your favorite thing to get? Favorite thing is um, two McDoubles and some nuggets. Oh my right. God, Stephen, you're hungry. And Stephen, how approximating? How much money uh, in stolen McDonald's food and supplies did you uh, did you rack up during your your time? I took none. None. Oh, Zero. I was yeah. All oh. right. Yeah. You look healthy. Maybe that's why you're still standing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's not rotting from the inside like me. <laughs> I didn't even work there. Um, all right. Well, thank you, Steven. Sarah, Heidi. Hi. Um, okay. So I don't think people used to ask for only white meat chicken nuggets. They what? <laughs> that's Which, the craziest thing I ever heard in my that's life. That's insane. 
supposed to be picking through them, holding them up to the light. Are, by the way, are the boots all dark meat? Are the circles? You don't know. Sarah doesn't know. They used to try. To, I think that was what they used to say, and, but I don't think it worked. So okay, I, maybe so they'd be does. like, I want four mm-hmm. boots. And you'd be like, yeah. these boots are made for a walk-in. <laughs> yeah. And how much in McDonald's uh, uh, food and or uh, wares did you, uh, would you say you racked pilfer. up? Pilfer. How much did you pilfer? Um. The apple pies, if you broke them, you couldn't sell them. Okay. So that was a good Understood. Thing to do. Wink, wink. <laughs> yeah. Got so on your ya. shift. Oops. Understood. <laughs> oops. This pie's broken. Guess I'll eat, throw it out or I could eat it. <laughs> Is that Sarah, how it kind of went every yes, day? Exactly. And if, yes. you, if, you were, if you were forced to order something at McDonald's, even though I have, know you haven't gone back, like what would your order be? I guess the apple pie, if they still have them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I should have been able to guess that. Not a fan of McDonald's. I can pick up between the read between the lines. We're talking to Sarah. Although it would be fun if Sarah's like, "Oh, I wonder what an intact one tastes like." <laughs> Thank you. And Landon, parting words of of advice as far as making a McDonald's, uh, someone who works there, their their day better, and your favorite thing to order. Uh, patience above all. I mean, that's always the most irritating thing is when someone gets mad that their shitty food is taking longer than two minutes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> and here we've landed. Uh-huh. And we haven't said yeah. what Landon said, but here we are. And it's the time of Thanksgiving where we reconcile with what's really yes. going on. And how much would you say you stole from McDonald's? Oh, so much. Just give me a number. Hundred dollars, eleven like over oh hundreds. I'm sure. And your order, your order. Uh, I like getting a double quarter pounder and nuggets. All right, thank you, John. I am racking my brain to think what I did to make anyone's life better at McDonald's. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I was I was miserable. Uh, I only lasted like a month and a half. Um. But did you get fired? Say, did you get fired? I, no, surprisingly not. Um, did any of you get fired? No, Brandon? I just stopped showing up. <laughs> no, I quit. I went to Hardy's across the street. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be Christmas. We'll do Threatsmas. Yeah. It'll just be Hardy's. Exactly. Yeah. I'm out of here. I'm going to Hardy's. <laughs> and no amount of begging will keep me here. Beg you is all you want. Here I go. Watch me walk into the Hardee's. <laughs> and then you get into Hardee's. You're like, oh, yeah, I'd like to. Uh, are you guys hiring right now? I just. <laughs> so one thing we're going to say goodbye to everybody. Well, you should know on the wait, way wait, out. Christina, Christina, oh, no, Christina. Christina. Sorry, sorry, Christina. Christina sorry, Rufus. Christina. Oh, of course. Yeah, you're well, not actually, on my... uh, I wanted to pull out, uh, put out a plea to your listeners. There was one training video that I used to watch when I was bored in the training room and it was made with Martin Short. And I, I, last night I went on YouTube to see if somebody's posted it. So if anybody knows where that video is, I would love to see it again. So Martin Short, Martin, Martin Short. Short. Oh my goodness. Ma- yeah. We- made a training video as uh, Ed Grimley. What? We think we think we do a thing like that, and we yeah. think we're answering the questions. We just come away with more questions now. I'm so sorry, but but it was a good video because oh, like no, Ed this Grimley is a good constantly thing. Constantly like talking through his decisions. And he's like, oh, if I give the customer this, and I give the customer that, and oh. I just really want to see that video again. And see, this is 
this is how these celebrities get rich because they go do. You're like, oh, how does Martin Short? He only he does a movie every once in a while. You're like, he goes, he does a McDonald's training video. Probably gets yeah. four hundred grand to do Ed Grimley for an afternoon. Mm-hmm. That was in nineteen eighty six, though. Where's my McDonald's? Where's my training video money? Here yes, so it would it would have been like the mid to late eighties is when okay. the, the video was made. And and I think the the only thing that you can do to, to make a McDonald's work uh, workers day not suck is if they ask, "What do you want to drink with that?" Don't say a beer. We've heard that before. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of funny. I mean, I wasn't on your end of it, but that is, as I think about it, like the amount of people who say that who are basically just pleading for you to like end their lives faster. Right. A gun. (laughs) And just so you, you should all know this. There are only two people on this, on this zoom right now on this call who have not worked for McDonald's. And you're probably saying like, well, of course, it's clear Tom and Julie didn't work for McDonald's, but, uh, but, but Brett, Brett, the producer, uh, he is not, he did not work for McDonald's. Guess what? He was a magician at McDonald's at for kids oh, parties. Wow. Yeah. yeah. I guess wow. that's a 1099 situation, but that's still, that still counts. <laughs> yeah. He was you in were. the building. He was yeah. in the building. Dressed so like we're going to, and this is the biggest news that's ever happened to me and Julie. We're the next thing we're going to find out is about Brett and his childhood McDonald's birthday party magic. That's right. I got video footage and everything. Uh, so we'll be, we'll be checking in on that a little bit later. So thank you guys so much for joining us and, um, happy threats giving. And, and uh, we wish you, we wish you the joy of a, a thousand clowns. Yes, and I say to all of you, thank you, and keep the hot side hot and the cool side cool. <laughs> and well, thank you. Like you made it, your show has made it easier these past months. So thank thank you. Oh, you're sweet yes. to say that. We're happy you like it. All right. Thanks, everybody. Okay, thanks, everybody. Thank you. Appreciate thank you. it. Bye. All right, so we are going to watch some videos of some McDonald's commercials. Brett, have you been doing a little bit of research? As, uh, I have. As- I, I have, yeah. And I, and I have to say, I, I barely, I, I started with uh, what, it, what claims to be the very first televised McDonald's commercial that came out in 1963, and I almost didn't get past that one because it is truly haunting. Okay. Uh, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kick you off here with this is, uh, I got a couple more, but I'm going to kick you off with the very first McDonald's commercial uh, to ever air on television. And is this with what's his name, the the weatherman as the clown? That's a great question. I don't the, know. Tom, do you know who I'm talking about? The sm- the Fred who, Willard. The, the, no, not Fred Willard. Yeah, Willard Scott. Willard Scott. Fred Willard Scott. I you'll have to see. I don't okay. think so. We we do see okay. a kind of proto version of Ronald in this uh, okay. in this commercial. Um, and it looks, it's not anybody that I recognize. So let's, okay. but you, you let me know. Here we go. This is uh, 1963 McDonald's on TV for the first time. Introducing the world's newest, silliest, and hamburger eating as clown, Ronald McDonald. Now, where is that clown? Oh, Ronald, 
Ronald! Ronald! Hey, Ronald! Here I am, kid. Hey, isn't watching TV fun? Especially when you got delicious <laughs> McDonald's hamburgers. Ronald, okay, hold on. Hit on. stop. You got to hit stop for a second. Right off the bat, it starts off with a hum that hum is enough to make you realize this is not going to go well that weird like mm, <laughs> before it starts you already know this is going to be upsetting mm, here we go we're gonna make that like <laughs> and then it's shaky pov camera footage that look like look like yeah. texas chainsaw done with like the the framing is in like the shape of an old-fashioned tv with the curves like a curved uh like a curved rectangle like the edges are curved and so you're just like is this like a black and white thing and then then now it goes to full frame full frame like wizard of oz don't forget the circus music and the hamburger eatingist clap which by the way was clearly pre-john wayne gacy because that guy Seem to oh no this it. is not pre john wayne gacy this is john wayne gacy <laughs> this is not... he's got a tray on his head yeah he um and then it suddenly goes full full screen color just like wizard of oz and the lights go up and you realize here is ronald mcdonald who looks like a garbage clown is the only way i can say it. he looks like he is assembled from discarded mcdonald's trash right he's got like a pizza box on his head and by the way i do think they showed him in silhouette first yes in silhouette and then suddenly went color and i was like "Ooh, it's in color then i was like oh no look at this clown he is like the worst x-men mutant you've ever seen and i think like, he's got a cup on his nose He's got a cup on his nose. He's got a cup in like a holster on his belt. And then this McDonald's tray that is on his head has a huge McDonald's soda cup on it. And then he's wearing a necklace made out of children's fingers. Yeah. And he's, uh, do you remember hearing the story that like when the kinks were on tour in the U S in the sixties, then they went through the Midwest that John Wayne Gacy invited them to stay at their house. Is that true? The band, the Kinks. Yeah, it's totally true. The idea that he could have murdered the Kinks. Well, the Kinks probably like were they his type? Like were they sixteen-year-old boys at the time? They were young British. They were young British guys. Yeah, that'll do it in a pinch. Let's hear more. Let's see more of this nightmare. Ronald's hamburgers. Ronald, you can't be on TV and watch it at the same time. Now come on and meet the boys and girls. Oh, by the way, yes, you can. I know we're going to be friends too, because I like to do everything boys and girls like to do, especially when it comes to eating those delicious. And now they just zoomed in on him. Hold on, he's got. He looks like Boris Johnson. He looks like Boris Johnson. (laughs) (laughs) Those buck teeth, and it does look like. His whole face is splattered with tomatoes. Like they did yeah. not stop drawing that mouth. No, they just slapped red, red makeup on his face. He's got a McDonald's cup, like like you where you'd put a string around it to like make like to make <laughs> your beak. own yeah your fake beak. And then he's got this straw hair poking <laughs> out from under this thing that really literally is like Boris Johnson's hair. This doesn't and, look like a clown. If you showed this to me, you'd be like, "What is this?" And I'd say, "I don't know." And the guy doing the voiceover, uh, not the not the Willard Scott thing, but the announcer is 
I believe the guy who does the voice on Wacky Races. So. Zeke's delicious McDonald's hamburgers. A magic tray here keeps me well supplied. McDonald's hamburgers, french fries, and milkshakes. Watch for me on TV. We'll have lots of fun. He's shaking his own hand. And now he's dancing. Honestly, he's a better dancer than Pennywise. That was the most upsetting thing I've ever Who's seen. Who's scarier, Brett? Pennywise or, or this particular Ronald McDonald? Uh, definitely this particular Ronald McDonald. <laughs> uh, yeah. I think Pennywise at least sort of knows. He knows himself. He has. Penny, like, yeah, he, Pennywise is yeah. predictable at least. Yeah. Uh, this Ronald, I think, has no, yet to he's, fully. He's not predictable <laughs> at all, but he's still. He's predictable only compared to this lunatic. I, I think. <laughs> Can you do Pennywise uh, as this clown, as Ronald? Would you, would you like some French fries? I, <laughs> what's your favorite? It's like, you like milkshakes? Because they go glug, 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 glug. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, yeah, he's terrifying. The fries like look weird. The fries are weird looking also. Well, that's the weird thing is like they did. They got prop food, I think, Brett. They look, they look like steak fries. They yeah, look like they look giant. Like, they yes. look like they're made out of paper mache or felt. They're like, well, we can't shoot actual fries. Let's not be crazy. Those look, They look like steak fries in a little McDonald's bag. Look at those fries. They're enormous. Those are not Each... fries. Those are props from a school play. But it does those... look like a real hamburger. Those fries are so gross looking. They look like the actual food that you get at a place like not, you know, you ever see those things as like what's on the menu and what it actually looks like when you get it. This is what it actually looks like, like wilted blocks of just fried potatoes, misshapen, short, thick hand. (laughs) Yeah, And I'm just glancing at it, but it looks like he has. Too many fingers. And so this commercial launched McDonald's to new heights of glory. Meanwhile, that that place we did the thing for last week, their their mature mascot bankrupted Rax? the joint. Yeah, Rax. Mr. Mr. Delicious. Somebody just put a picture on on Twitter of themselves wearing a double threat shirt in front of the Rax, uh, one of the few existing Rax's. So cool. Yeah, I've, I've uh, retweeted that on Double Thread, so check it out. Rex's current uh, motto is uh, fast food with style, by the way. By the way, we are willing to be the spokespeople for Rex. We are willing to be the spokespeople for a whole lot of things here. <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> the uh, I think, yeah, I'm still... I'm still Bring your offer and we'll we'll give us a chance to say yay or nay, but odds are it's gonna be yay. Yeah. We'll do an ad for like, you know. What was what was Rax's sponsor uh, uh, slogan? Fast food with style. Mm. That's post Mr. Delicious, though. That's current current uh, sure. motto. I would have thought it would be that their current motto would be just like, no, come on back in. We're open. <laughs> no, seriously, we're in here. Come on. Wait, where are you going? Come on. Because, like, you can use our bathrooms. Yeah, you can use our bathrooms. 
Our bathroom, it'd be like, like their, their spokesman should be Robert De Niro from Goodfellas when he's trying to get, uh, get Karen to come back oh, in. Go down the a, alley to buy come the on, purse. Pick some out for, for your, your mother. Mom. Come on. <laughs> come on. Rex, there's people in here. <laughs> I swear we're open. Okay, what's this nightmare? All right, I got one more. So now we're into the 70s. Uh, so that was a 1960s commercial. Now we're into the 70s, and the uh, the McDonald Land universe is starting to materialize here. And this is uh, the psychedelic HR Puff and Stuff. Yeah. Who did sue. I know I've said this on the show before, but HR Puff and Stuff did sue McDonald's and oh, said. The the the, the uh, Croft, Sid and Marty Croft Sid and Marty sued. Croft. I don't know if, if HR Puff and Stuff sued, I'd no, want to no, see that sued. lawsuit. He like literally, he sued. walked into the courtroom. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you guys! I'm trying to <laughs> trying to make really a not fair. We're just trying to do a thing here, our show, and then they got this goddamn <laughs> burger place is ripping us off. <laughs> it's like I called to the stand, Sigmund the Sea Monster. Should we, can we call Butch Patrick real quick? Can we see if he could come on and talk about the HR Puffin stuff versus Ronald McDonald suit? Because the 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 long story short, McDonald's was like, yes, we totally stole the idea, but we'll settle out of court. And they wrote a check and everything moved forward. We should go after all the people who blew us off for Halloween now and who yeah. no one's knocking on their door be just like, oh, are you free now? Oh, you're free to come on the show now. And you know what? Now we should probably say that the Crypt Keeper said no to us like three times. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Crypt Keeper, you're still busy. One of the most humiliating things in my life is that I had to pay on Cameo to, <laughs> to, to, to communicate with the guy who played the Crypt Keeper. And he still said no. And he still said no. I had to- <laughs> no. <laughs> anyway, we'll still have him on, though. I mean, don't get me yeah. wrong. Oh, no, please. Oh, no, please. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is a 1970s specific psychedelic yes. nightmare compilation video. Okay, everybody ready to get your picture taken? To celebrate cheeseburger time at McDonald's, Ronald was taking pictures of all his friends. Okay, smile and say cheeseburger. It's like autofocus. Very good. His cheeseburger. Hey, who's next? Susie. All set? Okay, smile and say cheeseburger. Very good. Here's a cheeseburger for you. You know, McDonald's cheeseburgers are so delicious, you almost have to smile. Ahoy! How about a cheeseburger for oh, me? Oh, I know why oh, no, Brett chose this Not clip. Yeah. you learn to smile. Oh, really? Watch this. Cheeseburger. 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 He did it! Yeah! If you want something to smile about, just say cheeseburger at McDonald's. We didn't see Captain Kirk smile. We just sort of took their words. This is pirate pops up from the thing whose face is a like is immobile. It's a shriveled apple. It's a shriveled apple. It's immobile. There's no movement. There's no articulated motion except for googly eyes, which are just because the guy's shaking his head around. 
and they cut away when it's like you got to Ronald McDonald's like you got to smile. So naturally, since this since this cheap thing can't smile, they just hang on Ronald McDonald going, and you hear off camera he's going cheeseburger, cheeseburger, never showing him smile once. And Ronald's like, there it is. And that's your favorite character. <laughs> I mean, there's there's a, there's a difference between like theory and execution here. Like, I like this character in theory. I don't. Th- I think he was he was done kind of dirty by by McDonald's. I think Just, I, I have a I have a, a an sure. idea of him in my head that I think. No, I, would right, double, right. I would double down on it, Brett. Just think about the idea that there is a fast food character who has like. The same symbol that is on a jar of poison, a bottle of poison, <laughs> is also on his hat, a skull and crossbones. Now, I guess they didn't think they didn't think about things back then. I also like to think about what the actor who plays Ronald would look like without the makeup, and if they are like a tall and thin type, or a, you know what I mean. Like this one seems to have kind of like a softer chin than most but it's interesting to think about because the makeup is so grotesque it's so horrifying yeah like like does this, what do you think this guy looks like without makeup judge reinhold yeah i, I can like see like a teeth i can see yeah let me let me look at this face of ronald and see who he looks like under there who i picture him as it'd um, be good to like if we could fo- if we have someone photoshop this and make it flesh colored then we get a sense of what he would. <laughs> Brett, why are you laughing? It's just a terrifying thought, but yeah. Yeah, if one of someone in our audience is good at Photoshop, take this still of Ronald McDonald mm-hmm. and make his face look like flesh. I'll put this up on the Twitter. Okay. Put a screenshot. Thank you. And that 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 mop of orange hair on his head—that's an insult to all redheads, I right, know. Julie? I, I was thinking about that. That it it did it, you you speaking of getting done dirty yeah. when you're you're growing up a, a little uh, cute little kid with red hair mm-hmm. and then you got this buffoon going around with this thing that's what you got to deal with now yeah people thought they'd see me from behind and they they'd run away screaming they'd think oh no this she's gonna make me say cheeseburger <laughs> so let's right. let's skip forward a little bit and these are all seventies. Yeah, these are all 70s. And um, if I'm mistaken, we should have asked, um, although do we have another guest that knows about this stuff? Yeah, we got another McDonald's expert coming on in, in a couple minutes here. Because I'm curious, like at one point in the 70s, they decided specifically to market more to children. I mean, I guess McDonald's has always been like like a family restaurant, but specifically around the 70s and 80s, like they made these, you know, characters for that's why racks that's why racks pushed back with that uh that middle management guy who was their spokesman mr d is going to analysis and i'm not a clown i'm bend his mistress over a motel twin bed (laughs) i am so drunk right now (laughs) i'm i'm spokesman for racks and i'm five minutes away from putting a gut in my mouth and pressing click I'm just going to sit in my car and wait till I feel sober enough to drive. Or I die. Look, yeah. the windows are closed either way. Dick ah, I'm fine. Don't you picture a guy like that just being like, all right, I think I'm sober enough. All right, I could do this. <laughs> this is the just character open all the Brett windows played. in the car. Yeah. This is the Brett character that he... <laughs> this is a 10-year-old Brett. Already was just boy, kinda his like, dad. 
Mr. Yeah, Hardy. Yeah. My Willie Loman inspired uh, clown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. A 10 year old traveling salesman magician, clown magician, who was just like, oh, I drank too much at that meeting. Uh, why do I do it? Why do I do it? <laughs> Five year old uh, kids are like, yay. Why? I know I'm trying to be sociable with these guys, but this, this, this idiot didn't even buy anything. He's like already attached like three scarves, pulled them through rings. Three <laughs> balls became five in his hand. Yeah. All right. What so I got, got? A, uh, I, got, I got a 1980s commercial here. We're going up through the decades. So this is, uh, again, McDonald's land, kind of the next the next uh, generation. Of and by McDonald's the way, Tom, land. how likely are you to eat McDonald's on Thanksgiving Day? Oh, the only thing that would stop me would be McDonald's being closed mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. Right. Ronald McDonald and friends in the Hamburglar Touch. Ronald Cheeseburgers. That Hamburglar wishes everything he touches would turn to McDonald's cheeseburgers. So, Sorry, can you pause it for a second? Um, Grimace's mouth in this looks obscene. Yeah, I've Grimace. never Grimace looks like a fleshlight in this one. Yeah, no. I've ne- I just gross. want to point out that someone gave Grimace when like no one was looking. Someone went to the costume shop and made yeah. his mouth obscene. That's disgusting. He looks like he looks like a like a poopa, right? Like a like an oh, like a like a between like a like turning into a butterfly. He looks like he's in that stage of like mm-hmm. reshaping himself. Right. Into a fleshlight. Into yeah, into a giant purple fleshlight. And I'm also going to say this. Hamburglar walks up to this, the McDonald's table and is holding a pyramid stacked shape of burgers. <laughs> that's where Donald, that's where Donald Trump got the idea for that. That's where that moron got the idea when he does the thing for the for the for the uh, uh, for the college athletes. athletes. Yeah, he got the idea because he he saw Hamburglar with a giant stack of pyramid shaped hamburgers, and he's just like, "That's classy. I think I'll put that one. Uh, that's what I should do what Hamburglar did." This whole this whole dynamic, this group dynamic, bums me out. I, Grimace is bizarre. He looks like a Times Square character of. They yeah they seem like they're like damned or something don't they they all yeah. seem like they're like damned souls like every yes. one of these characters yes well there like, is a certain like, amount of body horror I watched Videodrome this weekend <laughs> I do think that's first great. of all not, I will if, say if you're ever on the bubble uh, mm. with your mental health <laughs> go 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 toward David Cronenberg movies well and, listen first of all. Physician, heal thyself. A, B. Oh, I think it's really look. funny that this guy, who's just like this Canadian nerd, yeah, it's just like, what if James Woods had a vagina on his stomach and you put VHS tapes inside of it, and, and you're like, oh, yeah. Kidoki. Oh no, he's it's terrifying because he he is truly like, what if the guy next door was a lunatic? Well, it's like, yeah, David like Rick Moranis is like, you want to see my short films? You're like, sure. And then you're like, oh, oh no. Yeah. Yikes. Okay. So. That hamburger wishes everything he touches would turn to McDonald's cheeseburgers. 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 
He's touching these flowers and they turn to cheeseburgers. Don't touch Grimace. Oh, boy. Oh, touch my face. Hamburg. You're out of the way. It's a good time. All right. Wow. So, so uh, what's his face? Uh, Hamburglar touches his own face and turns into a cheeseburger himself. And then he wakes up from his reverie. <laughs> his revelry. It's a great commercial. Well, my favorite part of it is whenever he touches something, he goes, touch. Yeah, he's got some. Uh, yeah, he's unencumbered. The ha- uh, hamburger. He likes hamburgers, and that's kind of about it. I um, I appreciate when predators in the subway you've rubbed up against me go touch. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I know it's happening. Sure, and that is why we need. Head. That's why we need a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Get back to the good old days, right? We have another guest coming up, and we also have a a special uh, little little, uh, announcement for the end of the show. For uh, if your name is Darren, D A R Y N, I suggest you keep listening to the end of this episode of Double Threat. Darren. And if your name is not Darren, you should also listen to the end. Yes. So who's our guest, Brett? So we've got uh, Justin coming in now. Uh, and Justin is a uh, uh, emailed us. He's an he's an expert in McDonald's history, particularly uh, items that were that were uh, tried out on the McDonald's menu and then and then retired. Great. Uh, so let, let's bring in Justin now. Thank you. Hello. How are you guys? Hi. doing? Good. Thank hey. you so much for joining us. Absolutely. Delighted to do it. Happy I was so, invited. Justin, we are doing a very exciting show um, for what we're calling Threatsgiving. And Tom and I are are celebrating McDonald's. And we understand that you are um, an historian of the McDonald's arts. Yeah, uh, to to some extent, like uh, specifically, uh, I am absolutely fascinated with uh, items from McDonald's that were completely discontinued uh, or utterly and totally bombed. And uh, there are tons of them. I mean, obviously, with any business that goes back, you know, 70 years, that's naturally going to happen. But uh, there are some really bizarre items and some bizarre marketing campaigns that kind of went along with those that... uh, what do, what do you consider what is the first one that got you interested in this weirdness that that got on your radar yeah uh so the the first one that really stuck out to me i i think i was listening to um i don't know it was a podcast or something like that they were talking about the mcdonald's pizza uh which uh, apparently they introduced back in like the uh the 80s uh and then discontinued briefly and then brought back as part of this giant dinner menu push um i guess uh you know mcdonald's big struggle has always been getting people to eat uh, uh dinner at mcdonald's um this is by the way there's no pizza i wouldn't eat i want to make that clear that even yeah. mm-hmm. the worst pizza in the world i would i would slot i would guzzle down my my throat hole <laughs> uh-huh uh, like I was a, like I was a toilet. 
Sure, <laughs> like a toilet. Just and you like just a toilet. flushed me? Sure. But that said, these pizzas look awful. They look oh. like their sauce tastes like tomato paste, if that makes yeah. any sense. Like they look like they're made of ketchup. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, have you ever had a McPizza? I have not. Uh, so this is one of the things that really fascinated me about it and kind of got me into this is that uh, the McDonald's pizza existed as a part of this dinner menu uh, that was around for like a year. Uh, it was an insane menu. And I'll talk about that if you guys would like. But the pizza itself, for whatever reason, didn't catch on everywhere, but really, really, really caught on in a couple of markets. And uh, up until 2017, you could actually still get a McDonald's pizza in like Ohio and Virginia, I think. Oh, I was going to say, were the markets by any chance places that had really shitty pizza? And you just answered my question for me. It wasn't like New York and New Jersey. Couldn't get enough of the the McPizza. So so the McDonald's pizza piqued piqued your interest. And what are some of the other, what are some of the spectacular failures that McDonald's tried? Yeah. So um, I'll, I'll start with that dinner menu. Uh, apparently, uh, like I said, that, you know, they, they had a lot of trouble getting people to eat there for dinner, which I don't think is the case anymore. They seem to be doing okay pretty much all day long, but uh, up through the 90s. And, and by the way, thank God. Thank God. Because we are here to, um, we're not being sponsored by the, by the restaurant. No. I will say that when you consider that there is a uh, the middle class is in free fall, um, yeah, it's not surprising mm-hmm. that suddenly people have found a way to fit McDonald's into their dinner <laughs> their dinner yeah. plans. Yeah, yeah it's and, I, and, I guess it's yeah. one of those things where um, you know they they tried all these different like well maybe they'll like pasta maybe they'll like fried chicken but really all pasta. it took was just a massive worldwide global market crash. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. what was on the dinner menu? Uh, so they started out, it was a really weird combination of items because it was four different kinds of pizza, cheese, pepperoni, sausage, and deluxe, which had like um, weird looking mushrooms and some peppers. I'm going to throw on. up. I'm going to throw, I feel like acid reflux rising in my throat. So by the time you got to pepperoni. Pepperoni. So those, those, those options were plain. Plain. Pepperoni, sausage, and deluxe. Deluxe. Yeah. Yeah. The the deluxe, even in the photos that they used for advertising, looked absolutely nightmarish. What were we going to say, Tom? So you could get four kinds of pizza. Why would they be so, like, we need options on this pizza? So what as what far as I can tell, I'm going to throw up. I, I'm going to respectfully I'm gonna ask. Throw up. I'm going to throw up. I cannot up, think it, about this pizza anymore. I'm, but deluxe seems like all the topics, right? Like it's like you could either this one, this one, that one, or all of that. Weirdly, it was not all the toppings. It was an additional five toppings. So it was, I think, sausage. It doesn't look like it has pepperoni on it, uh, but sausage, peppers, onions, tomatoes, like whole tomato slices, yeah. mm-hmm. and um, mushrooms. I like all those things, but thinking about them on a McPizza, I, I swear, I really do feel yeah. like bile rising. No, I've, and, I've, um, I'm on the verge of of barfing. The um, I also can't believe they just didn't say just like, yeah, we got a pizza with chicken McNuggets all over it. Like they just <laughs> didn't like lean into the trash side of it. But I guess they're trying to yeah. make you think it was dinner. What what else was on their dinner menu? 
Yeah. So uh, they also had uh, three pasta dishes that were uh, uh, oh, Alfredo. Up again. <laughs> oh my Look God. at that. There is a paper, like, oh, how would you describe this, Tom? Um, this. Like a paper tray. Yeah. It's like kind of like a little paper carton that looks way too thin. Yeah. That has. The whitest looking, the whitest looking pasta I've ever seen in my life. Just totally blanched out. Looks like it was boiled into oblivion. Looks like it was boiled in a toilet. Can we say that? Yeah, it looks like that's it. Looks like the food you'd make in your cell in prison, where you're just like, I don't have a whole lot of (laughs) options, but I found a way to make pasta. Everyone at the canteen. Yeah. Is it good? No, it's not. But it reminds me of pasta, and it's 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 going to be the best until I get out of prison. This is not something you willfully say. Let's go get some of that. So tell us about this. Yeah, McSpaghetti. yeah. I was going to say it's tell it's it's the type of food that people only describe in like uh, weasel words and metaphors, like this extruded pasta like dough product. Yeah, uh, oh. and uh, you know they would serve it with uh, what I believe was the uh, the same sauce that they would use uh, for the pizzas naturally, um, mm-hmm. and uh, you could also get in uh, fettuccine alfredo, uh, which oh I oh my really god. That's McDonald's sucks. has no, has no room trying cream sauces. It's Look at that box, mix mix spaghetti. Go down, Brea, please. <sighs> Just go down a little bit more. Look at that one, like that row right there. That brown oh. box. Ah, oh. like the box has given up. It's telling you don't order this. Were there meatballs? Yeah, they did actually serve it with meatballs. Um, which uh, kind of goes along with the, uh, the whole McDonald's uh, trope of just like very suspect meat outside of their hamburgers. So, right. They didn't just like take a, a hamburger and like fold it into four. No, but that sounds like. Been more. Yeah. Mush it up into you know, a meatball. Straightforward. So. Yeah, just just kind of cram a Big Mac into a pile of pasta, basically. Look, this di- I'm going to say this. This dinner menu is going to make me throw up. Um <laughs> What about <laughs> the legendary McDonald's hot dog? What is the story oh behind the hot yeah. dog? Why are we talking about this? <laughs> so uh, that's actually a really fun story uh, because uh, Mick hot dogs, I think, fit into a, uh, a category uh, of McDonald's food that is just like off the shelf items that they put the word Mick in front of. Like they have Mick mm-hmm. soup, okay. which is just a can of Campbell's chicken noodle soup. Uh, or corn dog <laughs> McNuggets, which are just like frozen food service corn dog nuggets. Uh, but the McHot dogs uh, are a really interesting case. Uh, that, oh, that is a plastic hot dog. For a second there, like it, it doesn't speak well to their food quality that for a second I thought that was an actual McDonald's hot dog. How yeah. do you know it's a plastic hot dog? I mean, I'm guessing based on the look, but you know what? Now that I see that I second see. picture of it, that might. I think that's a real hot dog, Justin. That's a real hot dog. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah, uh, that looks awful. So uh, they tried. They tried a hot dog. They did, and uh, it was uh, it was actually something that apparently a lot of franchisees had wanted for a long time, uh, but that they didn't attempt until after Ray Kroc died, because Ray Kroc said that hot dogs were unhygienic. <laughs> And specifically said, there's no telling what's inside a hot dog's skin, and our standard of quality just won't permit that kind of item. Well, first of all, he's not wrong. 
No. Second of all, it's it's a little hypocritical considering, you know, it's not like everything else the they sell. That, right, right. But I will say that it was like Ray Kroc's dying words were like, don't put a hot dog on the menu these, until I'm dead. These hot dogs are unclean. <laughs> no hot dog will ever be served. There will never be a Mc, McDog as long as I live. As I breathe. But He's gone. And then it's like, the he's Mc- gone. He's gone. <laughs> Start the McHot Dog production right now. <laughs> they they grind up his body and put it in a casing. Yeah. Ah. Yeah, you don't like hot dogs so much, huh? You're the ultimate McHot Dog right now. Ugh. So... So, so the hot dog and the hot dog never, never worked, obviously. Which I have to say is counterintuitive considering that, like, I mean, the pasta and pizza, honestly, I got, you know, slit my own throat before I would eat. But hot dogs seem like they're on the, like, they're, it's like circus food, the way that McDonald's is trying to, you know, hamburgers and hot dogs and fries. It, it It's not crazy right tom do you know what i'm trying to say no it i look if they made it work i would get it but i think it's a it's is it worth it to try to make a hot right. dog work right like hot dogs are like cookout food like it just, I, know, I know hamburgers are right. also but it just right. seems like hot dogs are really up to how you want them it seems like people won't eat like people eat a hamburger or a cheeseburger just cheese and the burger some ketchup, some shred, little onions. Keep, keep naming, keep naming. Throw topics, a pickle please. on that thing. <laughs> keep going. <laughs> keep going. That's all there is. <laughs> little, little chopped onions. Um, Our so. relationship to food in general over it's, the course of the show has like taken so many turns. It's very unhealthy. Quarantine has not done me any favors. That's all no. I can say for many today parts I, of my life. Today I got so mad at food. I said, I'm tired of cooking it. I'm tired of eating it. Um, and then I ate some. Anyway, hot dogs are gross. So tell us about the other. Were there, there were, I know there were McCookies. Are there still McCookies? They actually just very, very recently reintroduced McCookies uh, in oh, the past couple of weeks. And I had one. Wow. And it was delightful. This is so actually are those a the nice ones, one. The these are they come in the box or these are the like single serve like chocolate chip ones. Uh, yeah, these are the. I think they they're like two for a dollar, and it's a pair of okay, uh, hot chocolate chip cookies. Okay, because when I grew up, they had like a box of them, like the little hard ones mm-hmm. that were like. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. I remember those as well. They had them when I was a child. That was always the, uh, we were talking earlier about upselling. That was always the thing they would try to upsell me on, I remember. Is, it, is there a reason for that? I mean, were the margins like really, really good on the cookies? They were like cheap to produce. I was you didn't know the, I suppose yeah. you didn't know the answer to this magic man. You don't know the, <laughs> you, don't, you don't know about the margins. Cause Justin, you're, you are in the presence of me and Julie and Brett and, one of the three of us was a childhood traveling salesman, magician, clown character at McDonald's birthday <laughs> parties 
in Atlanta. And it wasn't me, and it wasn't Tom. <laughs> yeah, not not against my will either. The way Tom made that sound, it sounded like I was forced into it. But this no, was, this was, was vo- voluntary a, and. Uh, the business I tried out, it didn't 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 quite pan out. Uh, but uh, I don't, you know, I don't know about that. You you did it more than once, right? I had three gigs. Three well, gigs. you were ten. I mean, that's a huge career for that's a ten-year-old. Huge year old. run. That's a gets a good run. I think I would have done better now. Yeah, but uh, it was. Uh, uh, Wait, I, what do you mean cr- you would have done better now? <laughs> if we ever get well, this is what you're going to find out. If this pandemic ever goes away, <laughs> and we could do live things. Brett, you better get that face paint back oh, out. Oh shit! Because guess yeah. who's coming back? Guess who's th- yeah. the first live double threat show? Ninety percent of it. Yeah, ninety percent of it's gonna no, be no, us no, watching no. you. Ninety percent of it will be Brett on stage. It'll. This is what show be. Julian, I'll come out. We'll talk for four minutes. <laughs> then we will sit in two chairs and we'll be like, ladies and gentlemen, Brett the, the comedy and magic stylings of the traveling clown magician <laughs> cla- traveling clown magician cla- traveling your, clown fast your, food magician you didn't have a name i didn't have a name i was the i was just a, a like a genre i was a, i was the traveling clown magician was how i introduced myself i mean that's a name that feels like that's kind of a name we should it's like have Clint Eastwood, the man with no name yeah thank you the yeah, clown exactly. with no thank name you, yeah we should have um we should have changing backgrounds we should have Brett doing the thing at a McDonald's, and then we roll out a different backdrop of like a where he gets to be like in a hotel, a motel room, as if he's the traveling salesman after the gig, and he's just like filling out paperwork, <laughs> alone in his room with a bottle of scotch, expense reports, and exactly old TV you hear playing. A, a knock the on the door, room service, just leave it outside. Yeah. Looking through the Bible. Yeah. Flipping through the Bible. It's a gun in the room. <laughs> so, Justin. So, oh, go ahead, Julie. No, I was just going to ask if there are any other of your favorite items, like specifically dessert stuff, because that, for some reason, dessert stuff, when I hear about it, is not as disgusting. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, there's, there's actually a few... Um, that uh, that they had uh, the biggest one that I remember uh, when I was this was right about the time that I got my first car and uh, that's when I decided to ruin my diet forever by only ever eating fast food for the rest of my life mm-hmm. and uh, at that time uh, McDonald's introduced uh, cinnamon melts and uh, those were like just little super doughy bready they had to have had thirty thousand carbs in them because uh-huh. it was just uh-huh. Yeah, fantastic, mm-hmm. and just like melty was, and gooey and covered in. They're cinnamon buns, basically. Yeah, or more like or less. Buns or yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, not as like bready as those. It's just like just straight dough, just like goo. It's, it's oh like my even god! Yeah, look at this. Yeah, those look like uh... jizzy. Yeah, yeah. You said. <laughs> yeah, there's no other way around it. They look like they've been cummed on. And that's not yeah. something you usually appreciate in a, uh, a food <laughs> item. You wanted some McJizzies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is truly gross. I like Julie. You were just like, you're like, let's talk about the dessert stuff. Those are about <laughs> as disgusting. And then now somehow the most disgusting thing I've ever seen has shown up. Yeah, but you'd put that in your mouth. 
I, I oh. did on multiple occasions and very frequently called it the McCum shot, but like <laughs> they actually uh, were, were pretty popular for a while and uh, decided to capitalize on it by making a treat that looked like a completely different bodily excrement. Uh, they introduced the McDonald's brownie melts uh, and Ooh. those might've actually been better. They were like super rich, like chocolatey gooey brownies covered in, uh, in chocolate syrup. And that's um, great. Yeah, right. these these I think actually do not look bad. Like these uh, look beautiful. Yeah, Are you kidding? They look amazing. great. I'd eat I'd one look, of those I'd right eat, now. I'd eat that. I'd eat it. I'd eat it. I'd eat it. I'd eat it. I'm just gonna start. <laughs> I'm just gonna start naming foods, and you tell me if they had it. Popcorn. Okay. Uh, not that I'm aware of. No subs submarine sandwiches they had they would do hamburger submarine sandwiches and they oh did it oh my god <laughs> yeah was, and they was, they did it a ton of times they had this one hamburger that they brought out for batman forever that was uh it was a yeah it was it was a triple burger they just slapped three hamburger patties onto a sub bun uh, and then put like onions and lettuce and tomato on it. And uh, they discontinued it. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I hate uh, how fast Brett is pulling these things up. It's like, <laughs> it's my favorite thing and also my least favorite thing because he's immediately yeah. showing me what the things look like. Justin's talking about it and my mind is like spinning. <laughs> and then suddenly the horror of what it actually was is being yeah. shown to me. Well, that's also what he'll be doing in his live magic act is like every time you mention something, he'll bring out something from his briefcase that'll represent it. Yeah. And this really just does look like an extra long Burger quarter patty. pounder. Yeah. It's like it's Ugh. and the cheese is hanging over the edge a little bit too much, a little too unmelted. And this is for their like product. This yeah. is for the tabletop stuff. Yeah. This, this is them trying to present it well. Like yeah, this, I, imagine how mm -hmm. garbagey it must look oh, when they actually yeah. prepare it in the restaurant. Um, this one, uh, they actually sold with um, about four or five different athletes. Uh, after it was discontinued from the, uh, the end of the Batman Forever campaign, they brought it back for uh, named after Jason Kidd, uh, Jacksonville Jaguars player, Tony Baselli, Cleveland Browns player, Michael Dean Perry, Sacramento Kings player Rory Sparrow and Cleveland Indians player Jim Thome. Oh, they really got the uh, cream of the crop there in terms of the 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 uh, sports community to go behind. Just uh, wait, is that the Rory Sparrow burger? NBA journeyman Rory Sparrow. <laughs> well, uh, my my favorite thing that they did with that was uh, so one of McDonald's most popular things that they do, and they've done it recently with the Travis Scott meal, is they release uh, like it's this big sponsored meal, uh, yeah. and then it's it's just a hamburger with barbecue sauce on it. Oh, it's all like this thing. Oh, the Travis Scott meal. Oh, it's a it's a Sprite with extra ice. Yeah. Like, oh, so you get less soda? Oh, here's the special meal. Less soda in the soda cup. I, I More mean, ice. You make fun, but I would have never thought to order a hamburger and french fries at a McDonald's restaurant had yeah, it not I, been sponsored. Well, you can't, you can't even get one. They had the Travis Scott thing. They had to move it to like online only because they were running out of lettuce or whatever they were running out of. Yeah. Just selling Just it hand, hand over foot. 
Justin, I enjoyed talking to you. I'm going to be honest. I'm going to throw up. So I have yeah. to say goodbye. Because I think, if I think about food yeah. again, I can't. I'm sorry. It's yes. not personal. No, no, but it's okay. I, I have to say, when you said barbecue sauce, is it the end? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I just, I have to draw the line somewhere. And Absolutely. thinking about barbecue sauce on a burger right now, yeah. I feel like I'm Ooh. never going to eat again. What if the hamburger with barbecue sauce on it was sold by uh, lesser 90s Bulls player Bill Winnington? <laughs> Would that improve it for you? Bulls center, Bill Wennington? Bill Wennington. Center, it was called the Backup center. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right. He's, the, all you need to know about Bill Wennington is when they did that dumb Michael Jordan. Yeah, uh, the last it, dance. Yeah, that thing. They interview Bill Wennington. You look in the back. He's one of these weirdos that has like a slot machine in his home where you're just like, why on earth does anybody have like a slot machine in their home? So oh, I, I hit big. I hit big. Well, I pay out. Let me pay myself the money that I gambled on myself. These weirdos with slot machines in their own home. We got to put start putting uh, the lists together. Well, in, in fairness, that's the best way to practice at slots. Yeah. You want to get really machine. good at it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, well, oh, I won. I get. I guess I get the good chair to watch TV tonight. Well, uh, Justin, this has been a total joy, and we appreciate your wisdom. And uh, we'll talk about breakfast one day, but not today. I really do feel sick. Me too. I feel slightly nauseous. Well, thank Absolutely. you for coming like, on the yeah. show. Absolutely, I'm delighted to. Happy uh, Thanksgiving, Justin. Yes. Thank you. And say it. To say you, it back. Say it back. Say it. Say it back. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay. okay, say okay. Happy Phrase it again for me. So, uh, I, I got to get so in the Say happy. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. So now we get to the moment we've all been waiting for. Although we will mention one more time that if your name is Darren, you should definitely stay until yes. the end of the show. Yeah. Although you should stay anyway, because we're about to watch something that is so insane and so wonderful and that is so infuriating that we didn't know about it sooner. No. It's probably a good thing we didn't know about it sooner because we might have signed with a different podcast network. <laughs> <laughs> like, if we knew about this too early, we'd be just like, afterwards, like, so what do you think about Forever Dog? I don't know. That one guy just kept talking about how he was a <laughs> magician at McDonald's when he was 10. That's a That's a red flag. That's a red and, and it's a red and yellow flag with a giant <laughs> M on it. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, oh my god, look at this. Okay, it says this February 6, 1993. There's a really cute little girl mm-hmm. and it does look like it's in you said the Ronald room? Yeah, the, well this is in the back of a uh, of a McDonald's uh outside of Atlanta and uh it's a uh, the the it, it kind of cuts in and out a couple times. Uh, this is literally a a video of a v, of a of a TV because we only have a video. Yeah, I see the tape of this. Edge of the sure. TV. <laughs> yeah, um, and the 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 light is like it's bathed in light. It's like a perfect McDonald's yeah. like birthday party after. Like I feel like this is Saturday at like one p.m. Well, it yeah. actually seems to me more like it's five forty p.m. I would say <laughs> <laughs> that it's camcorder. More. You listen. If it was five forty in February, in February, no, it. no, that light no, is not that, coming no. through. Then it's pitch black already. Who took this video, Brett? Was it your dad? 
Uh, so my mom is on the video. You'll hear her kind of uh, in the background a couple times. Um, uh, my sister is also there. Uh, she attempts to sabotage my act once or twice. <laughs> I hope there's nothing. Yeah, I cannot wait. I'm begging you to start playing. Can we this. get your sister. I want your Please. sister on the on the Zoom. <laughs> yeah, I want her commentary on this too. Yeah. All right, and uh, that's me in the back there, and then uh, <gasps> here, here we, go. we go. Oh my here god. When you're a traveling clown magician, you always need a snack. I bet Mrs. Delvin's hungry. What do you think? I just want to describe for the listeners. Brett's wearing a little blue polka dot type thing. It's not, it's not polka dots, but the little dots on it, I guess, right? Yeah, polka dots. A little dot, clown yeah. outfit, polka dot clown outfit. He's got a, one of those like cla- like those umbrella ha- headband, headwear things. Yeah, an umbrella hat was a key part of the, uh, was, of the outfit. Mm-hmm. Clown makeup, red clown nose. And now he's bringing a can over to to mrs delvin yeah this is a more of the clown part of the clown magic act i kind of start off with a with a little joke uh so this is a, and we actually i gotta apologize ahead of time we don't get the the final shot of this but uh this is a this is a, a pringles can that has like a springy snakes inside of it and i'm about to oh spr- well spoiler I'm about to. I honestly, by the way, I truly did not see that coming. So (laughs) I really didn't. I was, I'm just speechless. I was just agog at this. Is amazing because he's doing crowd work, and these two women are loving it. He's really scoring with them. They're loving it. it. He's really trying to get this lady to want the Pringles. Now, now, Tom, I'm as you know, I'm a little gun shy about Brett doing too much like best show crossover because, you know, I yeah. he loves the mic and, you know, we need boundaries mm-hmm. in life. But sure, of course, I will say. Do you like having fun and do you laugh a lot? Would be amazing additions to the sound collage. <laughs> That's true. Do you like having fun? Do you laugh a lot? Do you laugh a That's lot? <laughs> Say, can you just play that one more time, Brett, please? Yeah. A, a clown saying that to somebody. It's serial killer stuff. That's yeah. like the last no. thing you say to your victims. Yeah. No, this is this is like a weird interrogation. You're you're scared for your life. You have a sense of humor? Do you have a sense of humor? Do you like to have fun? Do you laugh a you lot? Laugh a lot. And you're just scared. You know one wrong answer. Back in the hole. He's gonna he's like he's gonna spin his umbrella hat around. See where it lands. Tick tick. Oh no! Back in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> and you actually, you have no, Pringles cans full of actual snakes yeah. that you throw yeah. at your victims. Yeah, 
I do want to say just like at the top, first of all, thank you for sharing this with us. This Brett. is the Secondly, best thing I've ever this is seen. It's adorable. This thing is truly You're so this is, cute. This is, You're so yeah, this is the funny. Sweetest thing. If so, if someone was like, Oh, you gotta hang out with my kid, I'd be like, Ugh. and if this was their kid, I'd be totally psyched. I'd be like, Oh, okay, cool. This kid's like <laughs> really weird and funny. Yeah. And yeah, it's great. Uh, we're, we're getting into the magic portion of the show here. So this is uh, this is one of my first magic tricks. Okay. He's got a wand. He's talking to like five-year-olds. <laughs> one, one girl was kind of pulling the other girl's hair. These other kids are lunging at the magic wand. <laughs> it's a scarf trick. Disappearing okay. scarf. So he's pulling stuffing that scarf down in down in my fist. It's gonna disappear. Sure. You're doing great work, uh, crowd work, Brett. Thank you. Oh, good. Okay. She got the. What are He's you searching for, Brett? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If it's not Abracadabra, what else? What yeah. are you looking He's trying to get a consensus else? going here. What are you here? looking for? Yeah. He's looking for a different magic word. What's the matter with you? Abracadabra, interesting. I mean, while one of the moms is like, "Good job, yes." <laughs> You're like, uh-huh, anyone else? I'll, I'll tell you what, I, was, I remember this. I was desperately trying to get the actual birthday girl involved. And oh, she was like, okay. she was like deer in headlights the entire, it's her right there in the sure. front, deer, deer in headlights okay. the whole time. So then this other kid kept piping in with his, you know, with his answers every time. Uh, so I was trying to get, yeah, trying to get the birthday That's girl involved. That's so sweet that you were trying to get the birthday girl to participate because from where I sit, <laughs> it looks like you can't do anything right by you. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's probably part, both, both things. Yeah. <laughs> it's a 50, 50. She's going for her hair again. Can you try? He's trying to get the scarf. You're trying to get the kids to pull the scarf out. What? This was yeah. This is not one of the stronger tricks, uh, to be honest. This was uh, uh, there was like a little a little mini vase, and there was a rope in it, and you try to uh, pull the rope up so that it pulls mm-hmm. the vase up with it. Uh, okay. But nobody nobody can do it except for the magician. Uh, uh, that's that's okay. the trick. I had trouble okay. explaining it though. Okay. Sure. Brent going around going, oh, sorry, sorry. Some shots of McDonald's here. Yeah, set the mood. Panning around the McDonald's. What are you doing with that? He's got a rope. 
All right, his little clown, his no, little wait, umbrella, hat, umbrella fell hat, off. hat came out. Now he's starting to look a little. Now the traveling salesman part of it's starting to enter <laughs> in. He looks, he looks ex- slightly exhausted. He he's looks weary. Just, he looks very weary. <laughs> you can see he's like thinking about making a noose with the rope. <laughs> yeah. Oh no! It seems like this this traveling salesman clown character is more traveling salesman than clown or magician right now. He seems defeated. Uh, I guess I'll do another trick. His hat fell off. He didn't yeah. go to get it. Yeah, if you saw there, my, my sister kept swatting at the ropes. She was trying to, you know, mess with my uh, uh, oh, that with, your with sister my routine. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, I, I I tried to like pull the ropes back when she swung at them, and I hit my own hat off. That was not intentional. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> so your sister won. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. now I'm going without the hat uh, for the rest of the show. <laughs> The ABC song? You mean the alphabet? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm trying to make these ropes all the same length while they sing the ABC song. (laughs) By the way, they're doing it real slow to give you time. (laughs) They're doing it at like half speed. Yeah. Is it, Tom, have you ever heard a slower version of the ABC song? No. <laughs> They're only up to W. Yeah, it sounds like it's people who, <laughs> some of them like truly a, aren't sure what the next letter is. But it sounds right. like a cult. Does it sound like the cult? Yeah. Like, when they would. Yeah. So I screwed up the trick. Now I got to try it again. <laughs> Maybe we have to sing louder. Yeah, maybe sing louder. Let me start over. Yeah. Okay. Good idea. Now we just told everybody, wait, wait, wait. Okay. It's not ready yet. Okay. This is take two. Take two of the same trick. Take two. Getting through the alphabet song. This is like Brett when you're stressed out. And you can't, if you're like, if your computer's crashing and you're trying to edit the podcast and your wife sort of slowly sings the alphabet song, do you like lose your mind? <laughs> yeah. Are yeah. you like, I'm trying to do this. <laughs> I can't hear that song the same way since this Just day. It's, stop it's, singing and maybe I'll get it right. Now this is, and this is truly special, Brett. This is the best this thing is, I've ever seen. This is, and this is our this is our threats giving gift. This is our threatsmas gift. Yes, threatsmica. So well, you get it well, right. We did we, you, we, uh, we posted it? we posted Julie's. I got the trick right at the end there. Yeah, we. Uh, I was gonna say we posted Julie's teeth photos last week. Maybe I'll post this <laughs> if we get some if we get enough retweets or uh, yeah, we can figure it out. Oh my yeah. god. I'll I'll tweet I'll start burner accounts just to retweet it again. <laughs> just Wait, to get it up it, to hundred. Is it over? Don't tell me it's over. This is my closing. This is my closing number. This is my big finish. Um, so the big finishing trick was uh, uh, a a coloring book. It was a magic coloring book, and it would start out as all blank pages. I know. And this then one. and then I would yeah you know this one. I would flip it. Then it's it was like one, black and white illustrations, and then you throw the magic crayons in, and you flip it, and it's all colored. Uh, so this is this is trick. this is the big closer here. Okay. 
Wow, oh, that was a pretty a, good track. All right. Yeah. 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 I got to say. The crowd, I gotta the say, crowd how is did you totally do that? on board. I how do truly do don't know how you did that. I can how give you the trick. I, I can give you the. No, I don't the want. I want to. I want the. Uh, I want the magic of magic, to for me to just think about it. Here's the highest compliment during that coloring book trick. That one girl stopped pulling that other girl's hair. Yeah. Because of the magic hypnotized her. Right, because it was like tonight a magician, and also Lucy's hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, this has been a great threats giving, everybody. Mm-hmm. We'll get we get where everybody's getting through. Everybody, you do what wh- you do what you got to do to keep sane. And yeah, and by the way, con- if you yeah, go ahead. I was going to say it's a compliment that people say that double threat has helped them get through twenty twenty. It's a huge compliment to us. Yes, and it and it's done the same for 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 me and for us, dare I say. And yes, I also want to say we're at the point in the pandemic in the year where I give up like seven hundred times a day, mm-hmm. and I'm uh trying to be better about giving myself permission to do that and to not hate myself for it. And I advise that you do the same. And I am very thankful for um, what what am I thankful for, Tom? Well, I'm thankful for you and for Double Threat. And for Brett and the fun we get to have every week. I look forward to it. Me too. Me too. As much as listeners look forward to hearing it, I look forward to doing it. So thanks. And and by the way, if you if you eat at McDonald's, you know, every day for the next like it's fine. You know what I mean? Like it's okay. It's really it's okay. You don't need to feel bad about it unless you voted for Trump. In which in which case, jump off a bridge. Yes. And On that fun note, the jump off a bridge. <laughs> Got a special message from our friend, uh, our friend in the United Kingdom, Chantel. And by the way, Darren, yes. if your name is Darren, and hopefully you've listened to the show, yeah, toward the end. And at this point, we're t- we're speaking directly to you, Darren. We're like Darren, the dog in um, Son of Sam. Darren D A R Y N Darren yeah. S. We are talking yeah. right to you, buddy. Chantel wants to know if you if you will marry will marry her. her. Oh my god! The proposal is I know right. The proposal is on the table. Wow! What are you gonna say? Are you gonna say yes? You're gonna say yes. I'm thrilled. Brett is quelling. He's brimming with nachos. Mm-hmm. So almost about to plot. He looks so happy. Yes. There's love in the air on double threat. Darren, if you marry Chantel, is that is that the name? That of is the... it. It's Darren and Chantel. Dar- Darren, if you marry Chantel, Brett will officiate your wedding. As, as the uh... as the traveling salesman, <laughs> magician, clown. Go up yes. to every wedding guest. Well, wait until after the pandemic, so it's in person. He'll go up to every wedding guest. He'll say, "You got a good, you got a sense of humor." Yeah, you like to laugh. <laughs> you laugh often. You laugh a lot. Your wedding party collectively will have to sing the alphabet song as I <laughs> yes, just so I yes. can time out the tricks correctly. <laughs> over and over times. until you yeah. get it right. <laughs> yeah, a weird public domain wedding. <laughs> Then, Alphabet song for he's a jolly good fellow. Happy, happy birthday, maybe, 
Um, Maybe. And then like yeah. you'll you'll present the rings and your sister will whack them out of your hands. <laughs> yeah. Brett wearing a too small umbrella hat. Well, I was head. actually thinking a big umbrella hat so it could be like a chuppah. Sure. You yeah. get under yeah, the yeah. chuppah. Yes. I'll update the costume a little bit. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Well, hopefully we get an answer for next week's show. We can tell you all about what Darren's answer to Chantel was. And in the meantime, thank you to all of our a- guests. And we have so yes. many of them. So just Thanks, thank you to all of them. Everybody for coming on the show. Everybody for listening to the show. Thanks to Mike Kroll for doing the theme and Michael Kupperman for the artwork. And you follow us and support subscribe and rank and rate us over at apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and send in clips to double threat pod at gmail.com and happy thanksgiving to all of us and to all of you happy happy thanksgiving happy threats giving we're thankful for you hang in there um we'll be here next week and so will you yes Thanks, everybody, for listening. Bye. Bye. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram at Forever Dog Team and liking our page on Facebook.